afternoon, everybody. It's good to see everyone. Uh, thank you all in the audience for attending the mid-month meeting for the Lippe County Board of Commissioners. I did not wait to get the signal from IT. I hope I'm in order. Thank you, sir, man. Yeah. My IT man, he's on point. He's on point. <laughs> he's on point. He takes care of me. He takes care of me. Uh, thank you all for being here. Thank you all who are out in social media for um, viewing us. And I am getting comments sometimes from you who, who um, view our meetings. I will ask you that you take it one step further. Sometimes we're not able to explain everything in detail at these meetings. So I just would urge you to call your particular commissioner to get the um, details inside out on some of the things that we do and why we do them. Because <clears throat> time will not permit us to go into full detail sometimes on, on items we have to act on. But you do have the opportunity at any time to either call this office or to certainly, I would ask you first, advise you first to call your district commissioner, let that be your first line, and then to, um, to call the office if you can't uh, reach that person. And we'll make sure that uh, they get to you. Our staff is very good at taking messages for us because we all have county emails, so you can email us also. So I want you to be encouraged. Let me say this while I'm on my soapbox. It, I, I'm disappointed sometimes when misinformation gets communicated, and before you get the clearance on it, you have taken it and it's spread like a wildfire. You know, <clears throat> please take time, please take time to get the right information. Please take time to get the right information. It will save you a lot of stress and save us some stress sometimes. And we want you to have the right information. We have the right information. Listen, we are fully transparent up here. There are no secrets about what we do. This is. County government it belongs to the people, so I just encourage you uh, from this point on to please, rather than just take what you read sometimes on Facebook even, or here on Facebook even, you know, contact your individual commissioner, or certainly this office, contact me, and we'll ensure that you get the correct information, and then you can move from there. Um, because everything that you read is not the gospel, I promise you that, uh, here is not the gospel. All right, thank you so much for that opportunity to get that out. Uh, Mr. Brown, has the media been properly advertised? Yes, sir, it has. Thank you, sir. It is. We ask the sign, Mr. Joe Mosley, Assistant County Administrator, to come lead us in our prayer and our Pledge of Allegiance. Please stand for the prayer and Pledge of Allegiance. Mr. Chair, before we begin, as we recognize employees tonight, uh, we had several that have transitioned. And if you don't mind, I would like to read these names in memory. Uh, Mr. Matthew Green with the Sheriff's Office. Uh, Mr. Danny Pittman, also with the Sheriff's Office. Mr. Gerald Binkley with the Sheriff's Office. Uh, Ms. Electa Andrews with the Sheriff's Office, Mr. Willard Fennell with the Building Maintenance, and Mr. Charles Schumann of the Rec Department. If you, if you don't mind, all of us, will we just uh, bow our heads for 30 seconds in remembrance and in honor of these individuals who dedicated their lives to make Liberty County a better place. Let us pray. Gracious God, thank you for this beautiful day and your bountiful blessings. <clears throat> we thank you for these Board of Commissioners who give us their time and their talents and their energies to make Liberty County a better place. It can be a, un, a, a, a responsibility that sometimes does not bring the best in terms of accolades and appreciation, but Father God, they do it because they want to improve their community. We pray tonight that you give them the guidance and the divine wisdom to transact the business of this community. And Father God, we thank you for all of those who come out tonight. We pray that you be with them. 
We lift up all those who are uh, going through struggles and going through health crises during this season. We pray that you would strengthen them and heal them. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Let you to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I got that. Thank you, sir. I was with you. Um, today I had the opportunity, Commissioner Stevens and Thrift and I, to attend the retirement ceremony for Ms. Peggy Wells, who retired from the Board of Elections Office after 29 years of 29 years. service. It says part-time, but she was here every day. So recognize her, her service today. I want to ask Commissioner Gillard, if he will, the last, uh, we lost also, uh, his name was just called Mr. Schumann. So Commissioner Gillard or Commissioner, I'll, I'll throw it, you know, pass it to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, I've known Mr. Uh, Charles Schumann. Uh, my brother Ricky works down there now. But uh, my first um, tax-paying job, where, where they take out taxes, I was four, I was four, I was fourteen. <laughs> I was fourteen years old, and I got a summer job with the recreation department. Um, uh, Jack, Mr. Schumann's son, he was a couple of years older than me, so he had a driver's license. And back then, we we went. Um, down the Riceboro, right uh, at the Bribe um, Crossroads, they had an old field, and we had to mark that field off and cut the grass for T-ball. T-ball had just uh, started back then, but I and I worked there with um, Mr. Schumann, um, with 14 and 15, and then when I graduated high school, um, I probably was 19 or 20. I worked there for a few years, and um, um, I had three three tours of duty. At the recreation department, uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Schumer was a, a tough taskmaster, uh, a little tough for for a young boy that's you know kind of hard headed. Uh, as I quit a couple of times, but he he thought enough of me that every time I went back, he hired me back, uh, and I finally quit the third time and um, I went to work with the city and and he thought enough of my family and he hired my brother Ricky and Ricky's been down there ever since. Um, I'll say Ricky probably got to have. 37 years, at least 37 years down there, because I got 38 with the city. But um, Mr. Schumer was a great man. I mean, he was a great friend um, to my family. Um, if you, if we stayed here and just try to name the lives that that he touched as the recreation director, um, I mean, it's it's just too many to to even think about. But um, he started the recreation department and. Uh, um, was a, a safe haven for for the youth of this community. Um, I mean, it kept kids out of trouble, kept them out of off the streets. And um, I spent um, while I was working down there, my younger brothers, um, I tucked them down there with me. I was a coach. Uh, I was the the groundskeeper, and you know, I, I had them involved in sports, um, basketball, track, football, baseball whatever programs we had. And, um, you know, this community has lost uh, a great man. Um, I did, uh, I had to work in Savannah the day of the funeral, but I told the people that I was meeting with that I had to get back because I just thought it was, um, you know, the thing to do was to go show my uh, respect to him and his family. I've talked with Jack several times since then, and I spoke with Ms. Schumann at the funeral. and. Um, we're really going to miss him. He's been retired a few years, uh, Joey. I don't know how many years. Probably 20? 15 to 20 years. 
to Jimmy Martin is retiring after. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, but um, but he he was a great man, and um, you know this this community lost a um, a real leader, and you know we just pray for his family. You know that the Lord would continue to comfort them, and um, that his soul is found rest. I mean, he he gave a lot to this community. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you, sir. All right. <clears throat> Moving on our agenda, presentation, 2021 retirees, Mr. Robert Dodd. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, commissioners. Um, I'd like to take some time to recognize some people that have retired in uh, 2020, 2021. If, um, I, there were seven of them. I see three of them here. So I'm just going to call them up, sir. If um, you want to come down and present, I got a, we got a little gift for them. All right, let's do our commissioners. Let's do our receiving line. <laughs> Lack of a better. <clears throat> I'm eating that cake over Sir, also we had uh, four four more that retired that wasn't able to make it tonight. Angela Rogers, 26 years from the Magistrate Court. Yvonne Jones, 17 years from the Road Department. Jerry Damon. Oh, is he? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Since he's last, Bob, he's the one that's got to give a speech for their retiree. <laughs> 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 Mr. Jerry Damon had 24 years from Billy Mickey. 
Sir, also you had Gary Ekman, 18 years with uh, Solid Waste. With all, all seven of them, that was 176 years of service to uh, Liberty County. I guess I get a chance to eat that cake today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. I know, right? Thank you all again for your service. We really appreciate it. And say in the country, don't be a stranger. <laughs> don't be a stranger. Thank you. You all are welcome to stay. Suddenly you can be excused now if you like. It's your, it's your choice. Okay. Miss Karen Bell, will you please come and bring one for the chipper with you? Proclamation. Good afternoon, everyone. Hello there. Um, bring one for the chipper is pretty much all about reusing and a new beginning. It's our Christmas trees after it has decorated the homes so nicely and smelling so good. And after um, New Year's, it's time to put them to rest. And hopefully, um, Liberty County will use the Chipper event as a way to do that. So the proclamation reads, bring one for the Chipper Day. Whereas recycling, reducing the waste stream, thus saving tax dollars and improving our environment. And whereas Liberty County Board of Commissioners is committed to reducing the waste stream through help, helping the state of Georgia reach a per capita waste disposal reduction goal, and whereas the Keep Georgia Beautiful Foundation, the Home Depot, Davy Tree Expert Company, Georgia Forestry Commission, WXIA 11 Alive, Ferry Morris Company, and Burp Seas Company are sponsoring the 31st year of Bring One for the Chipper Recycling Program. And whereas the program promotes the recycling of Christmas trees into usable mulch, and that's the key word, usable mulch material, and provide 
County resident easy access to drop off sites. Now, therefore, be it resolved that I, Donald Lovett, Commissioner of Liberty County, do hereby proclaim Saturday, January the 8th, 2020, as Bring One for the Chipper Day in Liberty County. And we're hoping that everyone will come out. Even if you don't have a tree, we'll have hot dogs and hamburgers, and we're giving away free trees. So usually it's an oak tree or a dogwood uh, for free on that day. And we have a new location. It's right across the street from McDonald's on Highway 84, next to defects um, where the recycling uh, containers are. So we'll be doing it that right there this year. Any questions? That's all I have. Thank you. Is that Thank and you. I have to talk. Come on. And Mr. Mosley will capture the moment. Commissioner, I hate to make you all get up again, but should just stay down there. Commissioners, you will find a thank you for supporting us throughout the year. The ones with the little doggy on it is from Keepler Beautiful. She always comes with trinkets. She does. Is Willie still hanging around down there? Yes. Good. Couldn't do anything without Mr. Willie there. Come in, Miles. I'll see him down there. I think there's some trees going to fish No, it's normally at at the um, health department, okay. and, and so now it's okay. and we have a sign up there and a fence. Okay, uh, my guy's gonna be collecting them and bringing them yes. over there. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> January the eighth, Miss Bill. January the eighth. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. LCPC, Mr. Rickerson. Merry Christmas to you, sir. Good evening, Chairman Lovett, members of the commission. Uh, we have a gateway, a recommendation from the <laughs> gateway committee for you this evening. Uh, it's a, we weren't, weren't really sure whether, we, whether it merited bringing it through the gateway process or not, but I talked with Joey and we just thought out of, out of uh, consideration for you so you'd know what was coming, we'd bring this to you and let you take a look at it. Uh, Jeff, if you will, just for the sake of Commissioner Jones, give him a little one-minute overview of what the gateway. Okay. <coughs> Jones, uh, we have... Uh, and, and the audience. Right. For the audience. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> we have... Uh, there's a gateway overlay in, in Liberty County zoning. It applies to Highway 84. Mm -hmm and Islands Highway in the Midway and Coastal area. It also applies to uh, Highway 7, 17 in the Midway and Rashboro areas. So uh, what that does is just add a little bit of extra level of review of buildings that get built in those areas because those are main gateways into the community. <coughs> so it's just something a little extra in the zoning ordinance that allows you or the Midway City Council or the, Rich, uh, or the uh, Rashboro City Council to look at design, uh, building designs just in terms of the appearance so that we uh, are sure that we're, you know, the buildings that get built here on those those entryways look the best that we can look because it, it does affect economic <coughs> or what people see when they first come into the community. Okay. 
Thank and you. we have a gateway committee that uh, is just a, a appointed of citizens appointed by you, the <clears throat> city of Midway, and the city of Rashboro, who look at this first, and they 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 uh, consider what's being proposed, and then they make a recommendation to you. And we've we've run this by the gateway committee, and this comes to, what I'm presenting to you tonight comes as a recommendation of approval from them. So with that, uh, we'll I'll go into this. This is a they're not really building anything in this case, but it's in such a prominent location that we wanted to bring it to you, just let you see what's being proposed. It's a, uh, it's a company out of Charlotte, uh, a guy's name is Buddy Curtin, he's the owner. Uh, he's submitted a plan to do a lay down yard for concrete on Island <coughs> just outside of Tradeport East. Uh, it's, it's not, it's the, the concrete we're talking about here are those concrete medians. Big, it's a big, like a 4,000 pound chunk of concrete that they put in the, in the, on the roadways when they're doing road work just to separate, just to keep the traveling public out of the construction area. So. They, they got a bunch of these and they, they've got, I guess they have enough business in this area, they need to store them there when they're not being used. So this is gonna be a lay down yard for those types of materials. I'm gonna show you some pictures of what, what it looks like. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, just to kind of give you a little bit of background, the property, this property was cleared about five years ago and they've got a detention pond there. And really part of the reason why we're here is because they, they cleared too much of the property. They, it, it's so clear that uh, if they'd left some of the trees on the front the front highway, we wouldn't be here because it would be out of sight from the highway and we wouldn't be any need to review it in the first place because <coughs> it would be buffered. But uh, when they cleared it five years ago, they did clear out most of the vegetation there. This parcel is in the uh, uh, Tier 1 Gateway Overlay District. We have different tiers in the, in the Gateway area. This is, a, this, is, this is the top tier, the number one tier in the Gateway Overlay, overlay area. Uh, the... Um, like I said, the, the gateway ordinance says if, if, if something is completely buffered and out of sight, there's no need to review it. But in this case, you can see it from Islands Highway, and I'm going to show you the pictures of that in just a moment. But anyway, <coughs> uh, we, we presented this, uh, this uh, design that I'm about to show you uh, to the gateway committee a couple weeks ago, and they have, uh, they have recommended approval of this. So next slide, if I can figure out how to advance this. Uh, you, you'll you'll uh, recognize this area. Which one of these buttons do I press to get? Oh, on the side. Well, take it a second. Anyway, I can I can use my words here. <laughs> uh, this, you, you'll recognize this triangular shape. The uh, the road going around to the. To the left there is the Islands Highway. Uh, this property, like as I said, was, was cleared about five years ago. You can see the detention pond out on the point of the curve. And over here on the, over here <coughs> on the, the top right-hand corner there is a big substation that's very prominent. So um, even though uh, you know, they, they cleared this property out, some of the buffers they're, they're proposing to put in or that we recommended that they put in will help kind of screen that unsightly uh, power substation there, which is also a nece necessary utility in the area. If I can go to the next slide. This is what he's proposing to do. These, you, you, you recognize these things from driving around, seeing them on construction sites. Uh, these, these long, I don't, know, I don't know exactly how long they are. They're probably 20-something feet long and <coughs> 32 inches high. They're going to stack them about four, four deep on this site. That's the only thing they're going to put on the site. They're not building any buildings or anything. Everything that's uh, to be there is already there. And this is what uh, the proposal that, that we've recommended and, and they've, they've accepted as far as what to do to try to soften the impact on this. And 
I guess I guess I would. You won't be able to hear me. That our folks at home won't be able to hear me if I walk away from this microphone. Um, but anyway, this is the uh, what, what's being proposed here. Uh, the area that you see the most <coughs> coming down Islands Highway this way. The area that you see the most prominently, where they cleared out in front of this pond here, that's wide open. So unless you have some kind of a buffer there, you're going to just see right into those uh, those median barriers that we discussed earlier. So. We're recommending, I consulted with uh, Ron Tolley with the Development Authority when, when this came in, and he suggested that uh, we do uh, require them to plant some, um, some Leland Cypress, like a, a hedge of Leland Cypress across the front of that. We, they initially proposed a fence, and uh, uh, we, we concluded that a fence wouldn't, it might look okay, it might be effective to begin with, but eventually it'll fall into disrepair and fall down and won't look very good. Ron suggested that when the, uh, when the trust company came into Midway Industrial Park, uh, they required them to put in some Leland Cypress hedges, and I went out there and looked at it, and they are pretty, pretty effective at, at shielding uh, the, the, the other properties from uh, the trusses and the stuff that are within that industrial <coughs> park. So we're recommending a 200 linear foot uh, hedge of 15 gallon, a 15 gallon Leland Cypress trees. They'll be about five or six feet tall when they're planted and be, be spaced about eight feet apart. And when as they grow up, they will grow together, and, and it'll be a, it'll form a complete green buffer of the of the site. And it'll also, as I said earlier, it'll kind of help screen that that unsightly power substation back there as well. The over here on the uh, on the island's highway frontage there, we're recommending a 60-foot undisturbed buffer. When I went out and looked at the site with the gentleman, uh, there's already they they left some tree line there. And there's already some volunteer pine trees that are coming in behind that tree line. So I think left undisturbed, that'll grow up and be a pretty thick buffer. And you, eventually, you really won't be able to see into this site at all. But you see the, um, the gray uh, rectangles there. Those are the areas where they're going to be stacking the product. And you can see the round circular drive there. That's where they'll be bringing the trucks in to pick up and deliver the buffers. And they're not going to pave this property, pave the driveway. They're just going to have a gravel driveway to get back into those uh, the product. So this, uh, as I said, this has been looked at by the Gateway Committee. They recommend approval <coughs> to answer any questions about what's being approved for this. Any questions for, for Jeff on this? The only proposal. Jeff, where is that, where is that substation at? It's is that substation right in that triangle at the beginning on the left-hand side? It's, it's right up here. You go, to, if you go around the curb on the Island right. Highway, mm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-h
I think they zoned it when they when, when they when they zoned the overall industrial trade port. They zoned this <coughs> parcel as industrial. For some reason, and it, I don't know if it was at this meeting or not this one tonight, but um, there was some talk about somebody having station and cranes in that area to mm -hmm. work, and that's why I, was, I guess that's the same piece of property we're talking. It is. About. It is. All right, thank you, sir. Oh, we, we need a. I need to. I need action on this. Oh, even even oh, though okay. the gate, even though the gateway committee has approved it, right. they're, they're they're advisory, so you would make the. So we're the because it's in the county, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not a public hearing. It's just a no action item. All right, Mr. Yeah. Yes, sir. I make a motion that we accept the recommendation coming from the gateway committee to approve this project. Okay. Is there a second. Second. Motion and second that we approve the presentation as has been delivered by Mr. Rickerson on this uh, project out on the island highway, mm -hmm. um, basically um, proposing buffers for that property. All right, any further discussion? I got one question from Jeff, uh, you Mr. Chairman. Mm -hmm. I thought as the Gateway Committee controls up and down Islands Highway and 84 all the way through? No. It goes it from, uh, from the city of Midway out past, just past this area. It goes down, I think, to Trade Hill Road is where it, where it ends up. Yeah. So anything in that area is subject to being mm -hmm. reviewed. Yeah. Okay. And, mm -hmm. and along those same lines, um, that's not the only gateway. That's right. I mean, we, we're, you know, we, when you get to thinking about it, it may be one we talk about a lot. <coughs> gateway on the west end, too. And I know that that's private property that's out there, but... You know, a sign a lot of times besides Liberty County would mm -hmm. be something that you might want to look into. Even, you, I mean, when you come into the to Waldauville, there's mm -hmm. a sign that says, I mean, a, good, a nice looking sign there. So, you know, the gateway could be not necessarily going off out there doing this, but let's see about fixing it. I know when you come off of 17, <coughs> 96 in Commissioner Jones's district down there. You've got a nice big area there that was put in. I know we've had some stuff planted. I don't know who's keeping it up, but we have mm -hmm. something that, yeah. you know, let's recognize all of our gateways. Mm -hmm. How about Commissioner Stevens at, at uh, 17 at McIntosh County? What have we got there? I know that Reverend Anderson's the overpass is there, but that's mm -hmm. about it, ain't it? That's about it. Mm -hmm. if Trent was able to, re you recall Trent was able to get some, is it, was it grant funding to help with the gateway at 17 and 196? I remember you were on that yes, committee. Yes, he, he did. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And as far as the science is concerned, I know um, we were talking with Leah Poole. They're trying to find some funds to really have, this is part of y'all's, <coughs> to have some signs that all the gateways that kind of. Uniform. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you for helping. Can we do that with <laughs> money? I'd, that's a question for T Splos. I, I don't think you could do it for it's really for road improvement. Road improvement. Okay. We could double check and find out. There may be some other grants out there, gateway grants. Yeah. We did say we were gonna we were gonna continue to, to try to get more grants after we did the one at one ninety six and seventeen. <coughs> well, but you're right, all those are considered gateways. Yeah, just every interest. You know, a lot of times if we can't get a grant, we don't need to stop. Mm -hmm. we need mm -hmm. to be. Mr. Chairman, yes sir. 
Go ahead. No, I was just wondering, um, you know, with the history of Liberty County, um, and let's say we right at the Leroy Kofa in 17, mm -hmm. and, you know, as Eddie said, you know, they, they did do some um, some landscaping there. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, it looks good, and somebody's maintained. I don't know if it's our <coughs> we do. department. We have it under contract. On the contract, mm -hmm. okay. But um, what, what would it take, or, or do you just do it, to say welcome to historic Liberty County? I mean, is that something that you have to um, get permission to do? I mean, uh, don't seem like you should. I mean, I could. Mm -hmm. Permission to I'm put 60, the signs I'm, up. I'm 65. I could say I'm historic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that'd be. I'm historic Gary Gilliard. Yeah. There's no, there's no, no that, license on that, is it? That's something we could do. Yeah. Uh, we, we got Button Gwinnett and Lima Hall. I mean, the signers of the Declaration mm -hmm. of Independence. Mm -hmm. <coughs> you know, it's a rich history. You, you're in my head. Yeah. <laughs> you're in my head. Yes, I, I, I didn't know if you had to, yes, if you had to buy that into a franchise to no, call yourself no, that. No, that'd be ours. Yeah. After the, the plaques What's the name? Uh, historical markers. did at one time. Yeah, His, historical Society does their best to do it. Um, I guess you've seen this one over here busted half. Yes, I, I saw that. I've been asking you what happened to that sign. I don't know. I yeah. The Historical Society has been taking care of most of those signs. In fact, they've got a, um, a historic sign day scheduled mm -hmm. uh, in a couple of weeks to go around the courthouse and stuff. So mm -hmm. if we reach out to them, I'll be glad to. Mm -hmm. okay. yeah. And, and uh, HGDA tries to help, too. With, and the Historical Culture Commission, they help with, the, with that, yeah. too. Chairman, to answer uh, uh, Mr. Walden's question, uh, a car ran off the road about a month ago and clipped the side of that sign. That's I, what happened? I think they're waiting for the insurance to uh, to pay and, uh, and order a new sign. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ran off the road. Wow. Right here. On that street? Yep. Mm. I don't know how they got over there, but, uh, you know. Mm. Where's this headed? It's right there in front of the Fraser Bacon House. The chamber. Oh, okay. You get, you know, there's something. Speed? <laughs> You, you, you know, if the car run into the front of our building here, I hope Joey would go ahead and get the glass company to get to work on it. We'd wait on the insurance. Mm. Stuff like that is, uh, you know, it, <coughs> sit and wait. I just, mm. you wait on the grass to grow, and then you, you cut it, okay? You keep cutting it till it's dormant. Right. I believe Commissioner Gillard. All right, so. That's all I got to say. I'm sorry. I'm ready to move. <laughs> all in favor. Show hands. Thank you. Thank you. Thank the committee. Chairman, um, y'all were talking about gateways. You seem to be interested in that. I just want to give you a heads up. Uh, we've had a lot of activity in this last month. Uh, you got in, in February, I'm going to be bringing you a couple of major rezonings at the, at the exit 76. One on the Midway side, which is split between Midway and Liberty County. And the other one on the other side of the road, the, um, the property is owned by the Forum on the Dorchester Village Road. That's there's two big uh, commercial rezonings that are coming to you. So you you're letting the secret out. You're letting the secret out. Yeah. yeah. Um, what he's saying, gentlemen, there, and ladies and gentlemen, there's a great interest in the Midway Interchange. Remember, we, a few years ago, we made that a priority mm -hmm. you know, to, to push and support that. Guess what? It's beginning to happen. So we're happy to hear this. Uh, we wait for the further unfolding of what that's going to look like. Yeah. Thank you, sir. We might want to come to that meeting. Get. <laughs> Come to your LCPC meeting to hear the proposals. Yes, yeah, January the 18th, if you, yeah. want to, if you want to preview. What time? Chairman, along those lines, and Jeff, you know, we did the subdivision, which was in the first district, and 
the city of Midway de-annexed and mm -hmm. annexed. Now, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm assuming that up to the after, after you pass going toward I-95, that's still annexed all the way up to the roadway? So, so, many, so many feet. There's, a, there's about a 500-foot buffer, buffer on each yeah. side of the road. Not a buffer, but a 500-foot offset of each side of the road that's in the city limits of, uh, of Midway, and then everything beyond that is in the county. But they they de annexed part of it. No, never. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, there was a portion of, of uh, Mr. Dryden's uh, development there that was in the city, and so he he asked to de annex that, so that, that, piece. that all became in the county. Yeah, you're right. That piece. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the city still goes across 95. Right. Mm -hmm. You right. find that commonly cities do that. They annex both sides of interstate for. Various reasons. Yeah. <laughs> reasons. Um, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> various reasons. Thank you, Jeff. Mainly deal with dollars and cents. Yes. All right. All right, Mr. Long. He looks different than he was the last time. <laughs> yeah, I keep finding it. <laughs> I gotta start losing some. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> no, you're right. Way that height. <laughs> yeah, my doctor told me I had uh, biscuit poisoning. Yeah, I've had <laughs> Biscuit poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. So, excuse me, Emma. Got a little frog in my throat, so if I'm coughing, please forgive me. Um, I'm going to hit a couple of things that we need to talk about as far as my report goes. Um, one of the main things, and I'll hit this first, is the post-construction ordinance. We talked about this a couple of times at the last couple of meetings. What this basically does is uh, gives us uh, rights to inspect our stormwater retention ponds and uh, things that we require. Uh, it basically formalizes our ponds and our ponds inspections and everything we've been doing for about 10 years. As part, of our MP, as part of our MPDES phase two uh, permit, we're required to have this. We need to go ahead and adopt this as soon as we can. I mean, if you guys want to do it tonight, we could. If we want to do it first of January, we could, but I really need to do it before I submit <clears throat> the annual report at the end of January to uh, EPD. It'd be great to have it dated in December of 2021. But we do need to go ahead and do this sometime soon. Do you do you need that? You need that done? Um, I was going to follow up with. It would be great if we could do it, and it's we're doing all this now. This we're, this mm -hmm. is nothing, not adding anything onerous to our developers. We're already doing. All right. All right. So that's you, uh, you talking about, like in retention ponds. Mm -hmm. The city of Flemington, they don't have an engineer, or you're their engineer? No, Marcus. Exactly. Okay, so and yes, they do. They have the same requirements we do. So they'll just, theirs, of course, goes downstream. So we're, you're, you're having to basically follow behind them now, right? Yes, and this really focuses a lot more on our urbanized areas that are unincorporated Liberty County around the city of Hinesville, Flemington, and Waltarville areas. Sorry, they had a hard time coming out. But we require everybody, if they do a commercial development or if they do a subdivision, they've got to meet all our stormwater requirements, which includes 
constructing a stormwater pond. And remember I said post-construction is code for pond when you're looking at the MPDES world. So we're already requiring that they do it. We already require that they maintain it. This just, we already have most of these ordinances in sections of our rage control ordinance. This just consolidates them into one nice pretty little post-construction ordinance. My only question here is how do we, how do we enforce it? No, you don't, I mean, you're doing it already. Yeah. So we have uh, maintenance agreements that we should mm -hmm. be getting everybody to sign. Okay. We already do the inspections. Uh, okay. We already do annual inspections. Okay. So we're already doing okay. the enforcement. All right. So All nobody, right. nobody will really see a noticeable difference over what we're doing. Okay. So, All Mr. Right. Chairman, mm -hmm. let's kind of back up what you're saying there. The state still looks after your, I mean, when you turn the plan in, they'll come back out there and look and see it's done. Do y'all do that, Commissioner Gilbert? Do y'all, I mean, any of the palms in Hinesville? They do the same thing. Yeah. Um, the MS4, um, you know, we, we do that. Um, there, there are some ponds that that the city. Like owns. at the shopping center over here. You don't know that that's that's not ours. That's that's private. You have private ponds and you have public public. We 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 you have we, we we maintain all the public ponds for the. Yeah, for the they city. maintain the public ponds and they inspect the public ponds. Mm -hmm. Simonton does a lot of the inspections on the other stuff, and LCPC does yeah, some of the inspections yeah. for Curlis, them as well. Curlis gets out there and the ones like Walmart and the shopping centers. Mm, and stuff like okay. That. okay. And we've been, there, we've been doing those a, inspections on the county facilities yeah. for the last, since 2003. Well, I mean, I just noticed that <clears throat> overhead that he put up of that area that in, in uh, yeah. Midway, yeah. and you see the retention pond up front. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, that comes under our jurisdiction, but we're, what you're talking about is when the spillover comes out of the Hinesville, the shopping center, it crosses and goes into a, a, a waterway that'll eventually wind up at the Peacock. Right. So Curtis looks after that, and then from there on it goes other. Yeah, all, all the private ones, and I'll, I'll just use shopping centers as an example. Um, LCPC um, makes sure that they're doing what they're supposed okay. to do. The owners of the ponds, he inspects them and tell them that this mm -hmm. needs to be done or what have you. Yeah. And what we've been trying to do over the years as well is limit the, the <clears throat> hardest and most onerous parts of the MPDS MS4 permits to the urbanized areas. Once you get outside the urbanized areas, all the way out like where you saw before, uh, out of the um, Trayport East, that's outside of our urbanized area. Mm -hmm. so. Well, I'm, I mean, the city of Hinesville people, we all know you've got a stormwater runoff fee. Mm -hmm. That's and right. That, I guess that covers it, but we don't have anything in place, I mean, in the county, do we? Mm -hmm. We have almost the same ordinances as they do as far as stormwater goes. But I mean, rooftops? There's no. There's no we don't have a stormwater utility, there's, no. There's no fee. No. There's no, there's no stormwater utility fee. It's in, your, it's in the middle. But we have basically a lot of the same ordinances. Mm -hmm. That's it. Clear uh, the mud hole. <laughs> no right. pun intended. Uh,
Commissioner Gillard. Yes, uh, Mr. Chairman, I'll, I'll make a motion that we uh, adopt the post-construction ordinance. Second to that. Second. Motion and a second, and we adopt the post-construction order presented by a county engineer. He said it'd be good to have a December date. We'll make that happen for him. Any further discussion other than what's been said and heard already? If not, let it be known by show of hands. All those in favor? Any opposers? All right. Thank you, sir. Okay, I'm going to hit a couple of highlights and things before we get to uh, the next item on my agenda. Um, wanted to make sure everybody had a copy of the. Uh, um, Commissioner Stevens had asked for um, costs and what it would take to take over or look at improve the uh, unaccepted subdivisions in Liberty County. So I made sure everybody had a hard copy. So just take a look at that because it did it did get pretty large. And when I emailed a bunch, uh, a lot of them got kicked back because it was too big for email. So um, just because there's images in here that threw it up big. So just yep. for your for your using. Mr. Chairman, were these, I believe um, there were, these subdivisions were all in District 1. There were none in any other districts? Yes, they're all in District 1. So you don't know of any in my district or that we could have uh, included or any, I mean, like countywide? No, the, these, are, these are the main ones that are, I'll say this the right way. These are the ones that kind of crop their heads up all the time. Right. Um, I thought it was. A I'm thinking about seven. your district. I don't know of any in your district that fall in this category. I don't know of any in your district. It shouldn't be any in my district. Or Commissioner Walden's. Um, thinking all these are in Marion's. On the spot, you know. I'm sure there's one that I'm missing. I think, but um, I just, you know, I, I'm just. There's that 13? Right these are, but these are the ones that are problem areas that we get complaints about. So, but it gives you a, a oh, pretty okay. good idea of the cost of this one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think it was ones over there off of Seabrook. Seabrook Island, where Commissioner Jones live at, Virgil live at. What's the name of that area? Seabrook Island. Yeah, there's one little road that kind of cuts back in there that we don't. <clears throat> but it is it's not really come up for a long, long time. So I have to go back and look at that one. So so basically this is just a, a cost analysis? Yes, it's a cost analysis. Kind of give you an idea what it would take to bring them up to county standard to take them over for maintenance. And that funding would have to come from the private market, correct? Or is that the same? Yeah, there is no funding on the county side mm -hmm. to fund. No, we didn't. Right. So I guess my question would be what happens, uh, let's say like the trail subdivision, the road keeps getting worse. Uh, yes, sir. These are our taxpayers. Um, so what, right now there's no clear path to say to take that other than the clear path right now is that the community has to get it brought up to standard before we take it over for maintenance so that's the hard the hard fact yeah we're saying right now which is what's been said 
over and over and over again. Right. And there's also another one, Beulah Land, that we didn't put on this list as well. Right, but it was it was identified years ago as being a private subdivision when they developed it. Yeah. Uh, well, even yeah. the one before you get to Beulah Land. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, Salters. Yeah. Mr. Brown, if I remember correctly, and we are rehashing this, we've been over this even when John McIver was here. Um, to do anything outside of this would require a total change in county procedure. Well, your procedure has been to have the owners bring it up to speed. So it would, I mean, you, it would require definitely some dedication or right away in there to do it either way for those people to come and say, we want to dedicate a right away over and ask the county to come in and make the improvements through some funding mechanism that, mm -hmm. as we've said, doesn't exist right now. Yeah. Mr. Chair, Mr. Brown, just got to let's look at it this way. Um, let's say there's an emergency up in one of these subdivisions. And you can't get to the resident that you need to get to. But we have emergency equipment that needs to go down there. Where do that, that still doesn't have no bearing on none of this at all. So that means that particular family or individual will have to what how would they get service yes. if they needed it right I mean I mean so under Georgia law it's just I mean you come back to the point that you can't put public equipment on private property period so how the board goes about making improvements or acquiring that private property is pretty clear it's either by rights of working that property through a duration of, of 10 or more years on a regular maintenance pattern or a direct deed <clears throat> to dedication that doesn't help the improvements that are needed but um, and I'm not sure I'm really answering your question, except that it's private property. And so it's really, despite the fact that there may be more homes in a, in a bundled area, it's really no different than a single lane that a, that a single person lives in, uh, in anywhere, that, is, uh, that would be unsuitable for emergency traffic. It's, it's no different at all under law. So. Yeah, I, I guess, um, Joey, you know, it's all, let's say emergency services we provide emergency services in liberty county and how we get to that point to that location to provide that services we're going on private property and it, i guess it would be maybe a little different but if it was uh if you were going down a lane um someone was in distress and needed a ambulance down there and there was a big tree across the road i mean that there's a hindrance to, to you getting down there i mean so uh, it's a private lane right. we going to serve someone as a member of the public right. but we, we we can't get there because there's a big tree or there's a dirt road with a big indention in it it's private so the the private the owners would have to make it accessible for, for us to do that yeah, and you know the only other thing that comes into play a little bit is the Emergency Response Act. In times of emergencies or hurricanes, all bets are off. Mm -hmm. We've all experienced that. In that situation, the emergency crews, if they could move the tree, mm -hmm. could move the tree. But it, it, you know, obviously, it's a little different. Well, no, I, I, I guess the, the example is kind of an extreme example. But um, you know, the ambulance goes down there, and he don't know till he get there that it's a big oak tree in the yard. Right. So they would in that situation without any equipment, they would. Try to walk to the residence, go to right. the residence, yeah. patient back, get help from the firefighters there. But but I I think and I I know we we're, we're not going to um, 
kick the can down the road, but this main trail, and, we, and we've talked about that. We've had some residents here, Commissioner Stevens, to come in and present to us, and um, it's a it's a difficult situation. Um, you know, we're talking about a half a million dollars that um, that needs to be spent to bring the road up to um, to par, but that's a half a million dollars that we can't spend because it's private. Now, I'm quite sure that the people that live there would rather it not be private. So how do they give it to us? And our ordinance, uh, and I, I would say it's a self-imposed ordinance that we um, we said need to be brought up to standard. Now, like in the ordinance, we can we can modify, we could do this or we could do that. But how do we take ownership of something that's, that's not ours uh, so that we can spend a half a million dollars and fix it? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, when you think about it, the ordinance is put there for a reason. So, but uh, as you mentioned, you could, you could, I say, waive that. Really, you can't really waive an ordinance. I mean, you would set a new precedent. You would really uh, establish a time when, you know, the folks could say, hey, look, we want to deed this road over uh, to the county. They would simply gather a clear deed, clear titles, come to the board. We want to take it over. You'd vote it up or down to take it. To take it, to take it as is. Yes, sir. To take it as is, you can. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what I was saying. I, I know right now we, we got some criteria before the county will accept the road. It got to be a certain width. It's got to be. It's got to be. You know, to this standard. That's right. And in this case, um, the people that live there are not probably not going to do that. I mean, if if they want the means to do it. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The other thing is to look at a modification of your standards. I don't mm -hmm. mean standards, but of your ordinance. To say, look, instead of trying to bring it up to speed, you do have another little part to that uh, policy that, that requires a number of households before you take a piece of road mm -hmm. to the county. There's got to be a certain number of, of households. I mean, you could look at saying, look, I mean, we, we may consider any road, depending on the nature of it. Uh, we'll take a look at it, but under certain situations, if there's more, if it is, if it's a subdivision that over time was created, and I think you've cured it going forward to say if there's more than X number on there, mm -hmm. have a large number, then, I mean, that may be what you change to. But certainly you could change it. I, I wouldn't keep it the way it is and then accept this, obviously, because then there's really no point in it. Right. You know, it kind of goes out the window. So mm -hmm. you look at some modifications to it. Now, what it comes down to in most of these is the funding <coughs> improvements that would be required, mm -hmm. you know, from the road department's perspective. And you're, a lot of y'all are certainly in the middle of that, but it's, um, trying to maintain some of these areas is there's going to have to be some work done even if we go in there mm -hmm. be some money spent even if you don't bring it up to a hundred percent standard there's going to have to be some investment done if you could look and see what those minimum investments would be that they some of them would be kind of significant probably not to this Commissioner Stevens are all of these roads um, are none of them um, are any of them county roads Mm, not that, that, that I, I, I'm just getting, this, or not, just getting this report, but none of them are, none of that, these that, are county roads. That our road department, we don't maintain none of these. No. Man. That's true. Yeah. That was a criteria before I put Yeah, it. yeah, man. And which, yeah. out of these four subdivisions, uh, more than four. Four well, listed on the front, but it's, it's more than four it's more listed than four. in here. Yeah, uh, just four subdivisions. Right. Huh? They're more than four roads. Yeah, it's more than four. Yeah. Right. Four, four roads, but four subdivisions. Four subdivisions. Right. Uh, or really developments. And all of them were uh, built 
And your phone doing numbers over there. Uh, and, and all of these have been built, what, in what early 90s before we, we put that uh, ordinance in place, correct? So Arcadia subdivision, trails, Half Moon, Cross Creek were all done before 2000. Okay. Mm. I know before 2000. All right. Uh, the trails in Arcadia were built probably 96, 97 time frame. Mm -hmm. uh, Cross Creek. Was before. Yeah, a little bit of Cross Creek was in the early 90s, and I think the very back sections were late 90s. And Half Moon was in the late 90s. That was kind of a... 96, that's a little bit. I, I think I was in office in 96, and we didn't do the trail. No. Then, that would have been after that. Somewhere, it's somewhere around in that time frame. Well, I, I went out, but... That's, I mean, you're probably right. We we talked about this, and I, I mean, I can tell you um, a lot of different feelings on it. Uh, mine was if a school bus has got to go in there, if an EMS wagon's got to go in there, or a mail truck, it ought to be a road that's accessible for anybody. Um, now, you've got subdivisions that's got 40 mobile homes in it, and the kids are standing out by the highway. You know, where a lot of places, they're standing in front of their house to catch the bus. <clears throat> and we talked about it, but you could not get the developer to commit. And I'll be honest with you, I mean, once we accept one, we're going to have to, you won't never ever pave another road. I mean, a, a, a builder won't ever pay one. He'll just say, no, I'll wait and I'll let the county pay. Mm -hmm. And that was one thing that I saw happening early on, Mr. Chairman, when the, and I hadn't been in there long. We were having people that were building subdivisions, mm -hmm. and the roads, they'd grade them, and everything was fine. And um, it was an affordable necessity back then. They were wanting to try to get people in and mm -hmm. out. But, I mean, once we started with the planning and zoning, and I can tell you, um, Beulah Lamb was one of the ones. I mean, it was, it, it got a little bit personal because, you know, I had uh, the uh, person that was wanting to do the developing. He was, you know, wanting us to accept it. And back then we had one grader on one end of the county and one on another. And um, you just couldn't afford to have him go in there every day to scrape it. Um, so, you know, I don't mind fixing the roads. I've been in the trails with Commissioner Gillard, and I know people that live in there, um, and you do too, mm -hmm. that will tell you the road was fine until the landowner behind them cut the timber. Well, mm -hmm. we don't have no control over that. Mm -hmm. I mean, nothing at all. Once they've gone in there with two loads of logs, that road is damaged. So uh, it's a suggestion. That's, I mean... If we're going to if we're going to take this, be prepared for an expense to our budget that's unbelievable. You've got contractors that's out here now building. Trent inspects the driving subdivisions. The roads is paved. The Sykes as they do theirs, and and uh, and whoever else uh, driving group. I mean, when they get through, you put stop signs up, and basically all you really need is street sweeper from then on. But I, it would, I'd be hard-pressed to go back and accept the road like that unless there was 
so much. I mean, there'd have to be some contribution by the landowners. That's my, just my feelings on it. Because it wouldn't be fair to these guys that went in there and paved all their roads and then they got to come back. Uh, what, uh, Trent and, and Joey, uh, Mr. Chairman, if you yes, sir. would. We, um, the subdivision ordinance that we got now won't allow for something like this to happen. But so, so, so Arcadia and the trails and all that, all of this was pre-subdivision ordinance where, where the guy that developed Arcadia, he said, well, um, don't worry about the roads, they're gonna be mine, okay? Now, and, he didn't say that, but at the time, the development requirements and the strength of the road and the amount of rock and the widths of the road were different back then. So what, if, if somebody thought it was gonna last forever? <laughs> Ain't no such thing as that. You're right. All these not, roads, not on a road, all these roads aren't going to last that long. Yeah. And all these roads have been not maintained for more than 20 years. But but the developer, he, he builds a 40-house subdivision, and he paves the roads, and and he, he owns the roads, I mean, or, or the, the people that live in there own it, and the county does not. You know, I mean, we would go in there and provide service. If we were picking up garbage in there, we would go in there and we would uh, do emergency service or fire service or what have you. But we, Clinton and the road department does not go in there and maintain the road because the road is private. private. And if the road is private, it's owned by the developer or the homeowners. And, and now it seems like there's no one there and the homeowners uh, want the uh, county to take them over because they are stuck. Now, the, the guy that's living on the trails right now, the first house on the left, for example, he wasn't there when all of this stuff kind of fell through the cracks. So, but he buys a house, and, and a friend of mine built a new house down there, a nice home down there. And, um, you know, he's skipping around potholes and mud and everything else just to get to this, um, get this, this nice home he got down there. And, um, and the road is going to never be paved unless the, the homeowners fork up or, or raise a half a million dollars and, and get it up to standard. And at that time, they could petition us to accept it. They don't even sound right. Uh, half a million that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Ms. According to this in here, you got Chair, a million dollars. I, I, just, I, I don't even think I have a question. I think I just have a statement and to make go, about this. And we're gonna move on. And then we'll yes, move on, because, okay. I mean, we, yeah. Been down this road before? Right. That, Absolutely, absolutely. All I want is just clarification. Well, I guess I won't have my down in, in, in. Got it. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Nah, let's I'm move sorry. it on. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, no, this, this, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Yeah, we have, and I know we made it very clear to the people on the trails how this works. They know because right. they've yeah. been here before. Yeah. And, they, <clears throat> and I know we have some conversation with uh, Cross Creek, but we're going to try to go in and look at some. Uh, engineering work maybe to help them out with the drainage. Remember that we just hadn't gotten back to to that right. to that yet. Uh, we had conversations with Beulah Land folks. Did we? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's just follow through on what we promised we were going to follow through on, but we're not going to solve this tonight. And listen, um, I would like to know, Joy. Uh, certainly, other counties have had to face this. Uh, everybody in the same boat? You think? Mm -hmm. I think I think every county faces the same dilemma. Yeah, I thought maybe somebody had figured it out. <laughs> Could you find out, Mr. Brown, what, what was, uh, like, I think I, that's where the chairman was going to find out what, how did they look at it and uh, bring it back yeah. to us. Yeah. But I, I, I can tell you what they did. They, they did the right thing. Yeah. And that's what I just asked us to do. Yeah. 
and that's my statement. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it not not on this. Probably your only because of the cost involved, and, and going back kind of to what Commissioner Walton a little bit said there, is that I mean I think you could set some criteria. You certainly got some that are just called right, and what it would take because of the magnitude of it is you couldn't couldn't really do one. You really need to look at any that needed to be improved, and you and then you're going to say hey pass this, new ordinance is taken off, and then look at a splash funding mechanism for mm -hmm. Or T splice or any or any 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 of that. Not from any one individual. Absolutely. But as a whole from the county. So I, I, look, I, this is a mm -hmm. something's gotta be done over time. I, I think the most efficient way to do this is Trent, instead of giving us four, give us a list of all of the ones prior to the subdivision ordinance. Give us a valuation, just like this, but make sure you have them all in there. And then we come as a board, revisit our ordinance that we put in place, and then have have some type of amendment for these subdivisions prior to that ordinance. And even if we don't get it up to this this list of, we can do some value engineering and do something instead of not doing anything. I I think that's that's. I, I, I don't see why we keep talking about this when, I mean, we could just do it. I mean, that, that's why we're here. We're here because we make policies. With all the respect, we don't, why do we have to go see what someone else is doing? We're intelligent enough right here to see a problem and fix the problem. That's all we have to do. Yeah. Mr. I have one more question. But are they still selling lots in, in some of these subdivisions? Maybe they, they need to, I mean, people are buying in there and knowing there's, there's potholes. Yeah. They, the trails, they should ask, you know. The trails, tra trails for sure, I know. You yeah. know, why, why are they buying lots and building homes and look like they would ask about the road. And some of these look like somebody's been maintaining them. They got rocks in them. They got, look like rocks and then there was a cone. Like somebody's been filling stuff in. I will say this, that, that, that I, I was contacted about the uh, Arcadia subdivision, and I think the uh, developer, he, he went in and did a little improvement. So I don't know, Mr. Long, if you realize of that improvement that was done at Arcadia or not. But uh, <clears throat> I'll go back and look. Yeah. That, I mean... We did ride through. I'm not sure that we captured. When, when we put this together, I'm not sure we captured right. what they yeah. may have done. Okay. All right. We can move on, Mr. Chairman. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> okay. So I'm going to hit a few highlights, and then we'll get to Middle Park uh, Recreation right, Park. We've got some asphalt down on uh, Point South Drive today. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You, you, you're looking at the wrong commissioner. Commissioner uh, Gillard. Well, he gets he, he it. <laughs> What, what, what was it now? We, we point point some, south. Got you got some asphalt. South Drive today. I, I, I won't inherit that until 23 from my understanding. But, uh, but oh, I, for I, real? I appreciate yeah, 23. You, 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 until once it's thing. paid, <laughs> <laughs> it's still yours. Okay. Until midnight. was? <laughs> New Year's Eve on, 20, on 2022. Hey, I'll, I'll make sure I call you and okay. congratulate you on that. And right. so, have the deed and hand it off to you. <laughs> The other part of that contract is Palm Drive. Right. And their contract completion date is January 2nd. And we are working with them to 
try to get them finished, but I don't really have a real way to grant them extensions because until this week they hadn't been on the job. So, you know, we, yeah, I, I, we may have some issues with the contractor on that one. And, and we have told him that and he's, he's aware. So okay. I just want you to know as that comes up, that that's not going mm -hmm. unaddressed by us. Right, because I mean, uh, I, I I was kind of concerned about both of them, especially really from, from the initial deadline. I'm really concerned. And then especially, you know, we're going to the holiday season. What Maybe. contractor is that? Sykes Brothers. The Sykes? Yeah, they're slipping. Yes, ma'am. In, in, in the past, they, they've done pretty they have. good mm -hmm. work with us, right? How about the bond? What, what's the name of that other company well, that we don't talk we, about we anymore? You remember they were really bad. To the bonding company as it goes along. Do you remember? Yes, sir. We we, we are looking at Baker? what we need to address mm -hmm. that at Liberty County. Baker yes, called somebody else out. Could you remember? Somewhere in Liberty County. And I understand weather. But, you know, 45 days after you award a contract, maybe some dialogue needs to start saying, tell us what we need to do. But if you don't even see markings on the ground that they're going to be digging, mm -hmm. It's well, we we have. I mean, I think that comes under TR Long Engineering, but no, we have, and we have been doing that, and uh, we actually have put them on notice. We gave them 120 days, and we've been saying, mm -hmm. you hadn't started. You need to start. Who's the second bidder? Or was there another? I bidder? don't remember. There, I don't remember who the second was yeah. right now. What you're saying is this, this may turn legal. I don't know if it'll turn legal, but. Definitely get into strong conversation would need to be had. He's he's had the, I think he's had the strong conversation. Oh, yeah, we've had some pretty good conversations. Yeah, so we just yeah, we'll, we'll probably be step. in some liquidated damage. See. Okay, yeah. and, 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 and Mr. Chair, you don't have a problem writing a letter 90 days into the contract if they hadn't showed up until on May. Well, it's only a 120 day contract, anyhow, so it wasn't a really well, long contract. But, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, so, 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 really, thirty days in, if it's one hundred and twenty. Yeah, we need to do it. At, at the thirty days, if, if they haven't showed anything, yeah. that, that yeah. they've been on yeah. on the site. Yeah. We need to get them noticed. Yeah. Right. That's not a good look. I, I, I was not trying to get all off on this day. Oh no, 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 no. Because my, my intent tonight was okay. to, to inform you. Right. I appreciate right. it, but I, I mean, I mean, actually, you just showed us a, a concern and an issue that need to be addressed mm -hmm. where. Yes. Or there might be a loophole in, in our contract mm -hmm. that, that we're really not a loophole. It's, you know, we're, we're already telling them that. And right. Well, 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 it, it might not be the language in the contract that need to let them know if they mm -hmm. if we award you a hundred and twenty day contract on the hundred and tenth day, don't go out there and start working yeah. and then request for yeah. extension. Right. You're not going to get it. Right. The rainy day. Yeah. Right. That, that's you, that's you don't get those. You can't get those rainy days if you weren't there. That's right. But what I'm saying is, how many days in the contract are we in now? Uh, we're coming up. We're over 100. That's, I think that's the point that Commissioner Walden is, is exactly. making. Yeah, what we do. Well, that's, that's what we've been doing, too. My, my, my comment was to say, yes, we're addressing it. You need to know that that's, okay. that's on the horizon. And so we are addressing it. We are taking care of it. I got you. It's on the horizon. That's all I'm trying to take. Okay. So, Mr. Chair. At this point, what we'll do is go ahead and draft a letter, an official letter from us, notifying them they haven't showed up on the job, reminding them of penalties that will be assessed, and then 
just go ahead and build that legal correspondence okay. link so that if it runs out and they're not on the job or they have to be completed, mm -hmm. we'll start assessing the penalties. And we will go ahead probably in that notification, notify the bonding company. That's always helps. Mm -hmm. If we copy them and CC them on that correspondence, they generally help tug really. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Brown. That's that's what I'm saying. A contract without teeth is is no contract. So, I just right. hope that we we you know give the man fair shot at everything. He, I, I he had it. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're good. For a He's short, had it. I mean, a time period that's not unachievable, and you would know. But I mean, if we we need so, to have a longer period. Of taking time, too many jobs. That, thank you, Mr. Chair. Still be dragging. If, 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 if you think, think, think of it this way, we had Point South Drive on it and Palm Drive. Mm -hmm. We finished Point South Drive in two days, day and a half, really. Palm Drive is Rather. maybe two, three week job. Well, I don't and know. That's why, that's why we did 120 days. So he had time to, to move it around. So, mm -hmm. you know, I don't think we've been unreasonable. I don't <clears> think we gave him too short of a period of time. I also didn't feel like it was prudent to give him 180 days, you know, then that kind of, then you would be paving Commissioner uh, <laughs> Gillard's project. But anyhow, All right. let's, but let's move on to the other thing. Uh, the gun branch yes. will be in the paper Wednesday. Okay. So those you'll have those and that'll be moving along. We have uh, the, got the plans ready for uh, the striping for West 15th Street. Uh, got a couple of roads that we added to it. We're in the process of adding that. So we'll have that out for bid probably, right now I'm, I'm probably not gonna put that one out until the first part of January. Um, and I'm gonna give a couple extra days on the, the gun branch because we are bidding over the Christmas break. Um, so I'll probably put that in the paper first part of January because it'll take us about Probably the week after Christmas is when we'll get finished because I got a lot of folks going to be out over Christmas too. Um, I got at five o'clock the appraisal on the property we were looking at for the easement to help with the drainage on Trade Hill Road. So I hadn't had an opportunity to look at it today, but I'll get an opportunity to look at it and then I'll forward it to you guys. Okay. Um, Mr. Chair. Oh, Mr. Chair. Miller Park. We're getting to Miller Park was next. Is, uh, that's a separate item. Right, so I was going to hit Miller Park next. Hello, Trent. Yes, sir. With what Mr. Long is saying, Mr. Chair, Mr. Brown, if it looks good, could we go ahead and give you all permission to go ahead instead of waiting until the next meeting and so that we can go ahead and get this project expedited? What I looked at on my phone, it's probably within the value that Mr. Brown can. Right. I mean. Yes, sir. It, whatever you need to do is not a really, not a big number. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I know we're anxious to do it. If you're asking me. I can't hear you. If you, if, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're asking me what we really got to do, you, you need to accept the easement in an open meeting because it's a land acquisition. So. Probably. Technically, that's what needs to happen. Okay. I mean, I was anxious to, and I think I think the thing to do if it looks good is go ahead and gear the troops up, get them ready to go. We put it on the agenda in here for the first meeting of January, and we'll be ready to pull the cord and go. Yeah, okay. It'll take, okay. It'll take the pipe a little while to get here. Okay. okay. All right. That's, that's good. All you right. still have that gentleman's phone number? 
if you would just communicate to him that we hadn't dropped the ball. Oh, yes, sir, I will. Yeah, we'll move. Yeah, I, I talked to him. He's a friend of mine, too. Okay. All right, good. All right. Um, other than that, I want to go ahead and move. I mean, unless y'all have any other questions about anything. We don't. My report. <laughs> okay. So the uh, next thing I want to talk about, I think this is next on my agenda, if you don't mind me moving to it, Chair. I don't, sir. Uh, is the Middle Park Recreation Park improvements. We did receive bids. I know that uh, Mr. Brandon Purcell from the office presented those to you last month. We had one from Taylor's Creek and one from APAC Atlantic. Uh, the bid from Taylor's Creek was $923,785.55. The bid from APAC Atlantic was $1,042,387.10. Uh, should have a, had gotten a copy of the bid tabulation for that. Uh, we would recommend uh, upon approval of funding uh, to award a contract to Taylor's Creek Construction for $923,000. $785.55 plus a 10% contingency. Now, that has deceleration lane, it has paving of left field road, it has paving of uh, parking areas and improvements at the park. It does not include the pavilion. We pulled the pavilion out, but that will take care of everything else inside the park. Um, so what I can do is, is I will try to address any of the line items that we have in the bid tabulation. If you'd like to ask me any questions on those, and if after that, I'll let Mr. Brown talk to you a little bit about funding, if that's okay with you guys. That's it. Do you have a price on your? Let's go to the funding. Well, I was going to mention that the pavilion price actually was around $400,000, but, but we would need to bid it. We would need to rebid it. To do that. Need to what? The pavilion. How much was that again? Just yes, the pavilion. Four hundred thousand. Wow. I just didn't know what you was. I'm in the wrong business. Be a little small. Imagine for that. Well, if you remember the Gill Park, we paid two hundred twenty-two thousand dollars. The twenty. We thought that was pretty high. Yeah. It'll be. It would be in the cost of the pavilion. Yeah. The septic. Enclosed. Was that enclosed? It would be the pavilion, just like we've been building. Just like much. Huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was the price. You remember y'all got, that's the reason you rejected the bids and chose to separate the project. Mm. In the bid, the you know, out of, out of I say coincidence, but the one, last one you bid before that was Gill Park Pavilion, and it was 333, no, no, right? 222, 222, 222, I'm sorry. And 22 cents. <laughs> so we felt the pavilion was way overpriced. Way overpriced. And that's the reason y'all said, yeah, let's just reject right. that. We'll go back out. Let's, we'll split the project, we'll do this, and then we'll address the pavilion. I got you. And what's the square footage on that? Oh, it was like around 19,000 19, square feet. 19,000? Mm -hmm. Yeah, somewhere now. I, I don't remember the exact number of square feet, Small. but it's no, no. Now, around 2,000 square feet. This pavilion 2, that we're talking feet, about, yeah. this, this includes everything in the pavilion? Yeah. Well, it does not include some of the uh, fixtures that's in Right, but like, it has like the the stainless steel counters and the sinks and the things that are permanent fixed. But like the ice machines and the refrigerators and things like that, no, it didn't. And it didn't include the picnic tables. But it does include your septic system. It, yeah, it did include the septic. It did include the septic. That's correct. So let me ask you a question. Just and that's. About the third time we've talked about it. I know the first time I wanted to make the contribution and then I seen some stuff I didn't like. Over Mr. Stevens the other night, I don't want to not see that be 
it, we talked about the gateway, it's going to be on the highway. Why can't the contractor that's going out there put the septic system in? Get the septic system in because the pavilion is going to be there anyhow. And then you won't have to call somebody back. That's what I'm asking. That costs when you got to call him back. I mean, if he can put the septic system in while he's there, then we don't have no more dirt work other than to do the foundation slab and all of that. Can we do that, Trent? Yes, sir. We can go back and ask for a, a change order to add that into the contract. Well, I, if you do that, then I will contribute my original amount, Kim, and, <laughs> and let's try to put it in there. If we're going to drag around here and get something about halfway, mm -hmm. I'm going to sit over and watch that thing at Gill Park, and that was in commissioner. Well, past it. But let's, let's do it right, and, and then we'll be done with it. But if we're going, to, we're going to have to keep getting a piece of equipment unloaded to run back over the grass, Tear it up. run back over the sprinkler system, mm -hmm. then I'm not going to be part of that. I mean... This is uh, so. That's my feelings on it. If y'all want to change it, yeah. All right. I just need. We just need to see the whole financial picture here. How much does a, How much will a septic tank cost? Don't have that number on top uh, that we got from the bid before, but in my guess, it's going to be around twelve thousand dollars. That's, it would probably be okay to do a change order for that then, even though it wasn't part of the original package. You know, when you get to a significant part of the original contract cost, then you're, you're bound by law to rebid. To rebid. Okay. Um, so so uh, what we did is, is, since your last meeting, what you asked us to do and what Kim was able to do was do a sales tax six projection that she's Thank you. handing out. Oh, okay. Uh, and she projected those numbers through 2023 with the ending of the tax. Thank you, Kim. Uh, for each district. A uh, couple of assumptions that you see noted down there. One is it does assume that increased revenue level that we've been seeing on there at 16%. So she continued that attribution through 2023. Um, the balance is obviously assumed that no more road projects are done through 2023 out of these funds. Um, and it makes no obligation for the 2023 LMEG. Now, the, the LMEG obligations that you see there in red, future LMEG obligations are the ones you already committed to. As you know, LMIGs reevaluated every year. Runs the amount we get from the state is generally about three hundred eighty thousand dollars a year. There's a thirty percent match requirement. In in this scenario, because of the projects you identified that are under LMIG now, it's obviously more than a thirty percent commitment you've made. But it does reserve what you've already obligated to in this year LMIG cycle. LMIG two. Um, if, if I'm not saying you will choose to do this, is you know if you took four million dollars and said we want to send those to capital projects, you can bank your LMEG for a three-year period of time, so that money wouldn't be lost next year. If you had to go one year without LMEG use, that money would roll over to the following year, so you could preserve it until the new tax came in. Not suggesting that at all, but what you see with those scenarios is is what would be left in each district through the sales tax 2023 period. Kim, offer any comments additional to those estimates? I, I do. Um, I heard you address Commissioner Thrift about something going out for bid. Is that one of these Elmick projects? Okay, and good. The, and the other parks in Solid West. Okay, that's fine, because I, I just wanted to make sure that I'm aware of everything that might be going out for bid. 
Mm. Happened in a timely yeah, manner. We've got, we've got um, fruit just coming up that you included as well. Okay, yeah, the, all of these are what you gave me for the 2022 Elmig. So that's in here, but nothing. If you guys are planning something else that we don't know about, I don't have that in here. Well, I mean, you're talking about solid waste. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Solid waste is in the second thing, so. Or to be able to use some solid waste money on that. Sanitary waste. Well, there's no, yeah, there's no money, no money, yeah, there's no money in solid waste. Strike that from the record, please. Strike that from the record. So again, just just so you got the full picture on everything, um, you know, obviously this is a source of your road money. Sales tax six is that you can also vote to move those funds to other qualifying projects in the tax. Unlike T-Splash, which she also gave you, which you have the recent report on, if you remember, that T-Splash revenue estimate in the beginning was heavy-weighted, so to speak, because once T-Splash uh, reaches its revenue estimate, it, it sunsets, it goes away. So that revenue estimate is already on the heavy side. Uh, this just simply shows what you've got to date. There's been nothing spent out of there in T-Splash. You couldn't use T-Splash funds for the pavilion. Right. If you chose to use the Splash 6 money, you could replace it obviously with the T-Splash money for roads. Um, the other thing I'll tell you we looked at, uh, well, one more, one more document, and that is the capital project list that was up there. Mm -hmm. uh, I just think, you know, for full disclosure, you need to see that. You see the cost of Miller Park Pavilion only, um, with no pavilion, I'm sorry, out there. That does include the 10% uh, contingencies. That 1,016,164.10 is actually, if you awarded the contract tonight, what you'd need to reserve it for. So that's really the amount of money for Miller Park you're looking for tonight, if that's all you want to address. Uh, I did list some other capital projects on there that that some you've committed, all, all that you've really committed to. Um, Southside Park, you see that in the status of that. It's listed as unfunding, but I know y'all want to try to participate in that. Yes. The Sam Harris Gym, uh, that is the amount of money left in the recreation splash right now that's available. That project is under design. It'll go out to bid in January. So we're hoping to be able to do that gym renovation for 1.4, hoping to. Outside of that, there's no other funding source identified. Uh, the road department is splash six. As you know, we're under land acquisition for that. That 1.5 million isn't gonna touch that building because that estimate was done at the beginning of the splash six before everything went crazy. Um, that is not, has not been designed yet, but that is a building that's going to take some other funding. Uh, the U.S. Highway 84 improvements, we talked about this a little bit, out in front of the proposed Miller Park Station are estimated to be about $3 million. And uh, there is no funding source for that right now. We've approached the state. We're going to go back and see them again. They've got a district engineer. And we'd also look for some ARPA money for that from federal sources, but that's an unidentified funding. Um, Miller Park Station. Uh, is the fire station estimated cost is $10 million on that station. Uh, it has been assigned, as you see, note number one, at this point, $1.5 million in your, in your ARPA money. Uh, health department, also unfunded, except for its ARPA contribution that the board's identified and will hopefully adopt later on tonight, uh, of $2 million. And then the EMS station is also unfunded. It's out for bid. Um, it is allocated a million dollars right now in ARPA funds, but it's estimated to cost $3 million. That's building and land and entrance road going into the park and the drainage appurtenances and everything that has to be done. So those are the projects that some of which are not funded at all, some of which are going to need some seed money, I'm sure, uh, later on as, as you consider that. Last thing I promise I'll leave you with is that 
I went through, and Trent and I talked briefly about this yesterday a little bit. I went through the bid that we received, uh, kind of back to Commissioner Walden's point about looking at the bid items to see what could be spread out somewhere. So in your supply six cycle, you've got some drainage money that's out there. There are some projects identified for that. One is one that you talked about earlier, which is, which is down um, at the coast, the project we were just talking about. The other is a replacement of the Box Culver Islands Highway that's been damaged through the storms. That's going to be a FEMA participation event for us, but it will require a match. Uh, the other is uh, the bridge going into uh, James Brown Park. That being said, I went through the, the line items on the project and identified what are drainage-related items. And out of those, and I've maybe a few more dollars here somewhere, but it's about 217000 almost $218,000 in that project of drainage that, that I feel real comfortable saying that the drainage fund could help out with this project if you want to move that money over. So um, the amount of money, that, that million dollars, you can take away about $218,000 from it, and that would actually be the, the money you're looking for tonight. That's without going back to ARPA. Mr. Stevens brought that up last time. Uh, in the ARPA fund, there's actually a little over $600,000. Ken made that, made that number off the top of her head. 670, I think. Um, six, yeah, that's on the last page. 677.98 in unidentified money under ARPA. I know you wanted to reserve some, but I mean, if you wanted to use half a million dollars of that money or it, this certain this project qualifies as a outdoor venue, fresh communities, children's enhancement, whatever it is, uh, piece of ARPA that we feel comfortable could be used for that, if that's the board's discretion to do it. Which one is it? That could be used for Miller Park. Could be some some all whatever you want to do. And sure. for Southside. <laughs> could in fact it could be used for. Any of, Anything, park, any, any of these any of the outdoor park. park projects right. that are on any this list. Them, yeah. Okay, I, I, okay. I, I think if anything, before we, we touch that, uh, Mr. Chair, I, I just, I don't know what I just did with the list, but I, I know we kind of, here it goes, I, I know we kind of broke down the, the, the ARPA money. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I guess if we could probably possibly go back and dissect some, some of the stuff in here as well to try to loosen up some, some flow. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, actually, even with the, I hate to say it, but, you know, the money that we have set aside for people to get vaccinated, I mean. That was one thing we were kind of, we I mean, at this point, either they don't get vaccinated or they not. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think an extra 50 or 100 bucks or $200 is going to really, if, if, if people have seen on the news and their family members, because COVID has touched everyone by now, directly or indirectly. So at this point, you know, trying to incentivize someone to, to go get vaccinated, I, I don't, I don't if, if you can see one of your loved ones get sick or, or pass, if, if that don't make you move, I don't, I don't think a dollar will either. That's just my opinion. So that, that might be some, some alternative uh, funding that, that we could look at as well. Well, and the, uh, possibly the 3.9 would, I mean, that's healthy childhood environments. Could the park, there's quite a bit in that amount. Well, it's already portioned out. Oh, that, so that's specifically for that? Um, if you look, if you're just 
Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. If you look at the detail, right. uh -huh. section 3.9. Uh-huh. Okay. It'll show you the list of things that can be that was tentatively identified. <clears throat> Where am I? I think I'm on the wrong page. So mm -hmm. section three, three. Point, three point. That was we looking one. at this project, Mr. Chairman. Two. Okay. And, gotcha. uh, right. Unfortunately, I've got some of all of it: baseball, okay. softball, yeah. and indoor activities. But I mean, what yeah. was the most important is so far that we've heard is at least some of it. But being outside at a ball field would appear to be a whole lot mm -hmm. more money spent better than you would have something on the inside. Right. Now, mm -hmm. I know we're, you know, we're talking about that. We, we're looking at <clears> the part, but the next part is probably one of the oldest would be Gumbrach Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that, that's what I'm saying. We need to be looking at that versus an inside place. Um, I don't know, but I don't know. Is there any grant money from the state, Joey? Besides, I mean, I think what we got right now may not ever get anything else again, but have we heard anything on Islands Highway as far as the money for a, a FEMA route? I mean, hadn't, mm -mm. hadn't, no, sir. Mm -mm. Well, no, we're going to try to look at some of that national ARPA money for that. Right. And we just drew down a summary, Mr. Mosley drew down a summary of some of those. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I just, I, well, I think there's, yeah. there's times that we really need to be and if we've been doing it, that's fine. But I think we've got a congressman that, you know, he's already been on the phone and said, hey, guys, that's a one way in, one way out. That's uh, pretty important. So I don't know where he's at. Um, maybe he's down at Spaceport, but you might need to be looking at <laughs> South Deport. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, Mr. Wallach, remember the last meeting I mentioned about the uh, infrastructure bill? And looking at some funding for Arlington Highway also. So keep that in mind, Mr. Brown and Trent. Keep our ear open for that. We're hearing anything that we can get any money out of this infrastructure bill, and we need to go for it. Mm -hmm. and, uh, well, and I think I think we've you know, we've extended whatever we need to extend, Joey, to um, you know, they wanted to bring the Savannah Yacht Club we supported it. But now these folks that's going in there, they're going to have to get there by the sailing club, <coughs> or whatever, because they're not going to be able to go down the highway. I mean, so, you know, I hope those folks remember that. Um, and if we need to all get together and the chairman type us up a nice letter that we can sign Here it, we... but uh, it's important yeah. that that is uh, addressed. I mean, People can say global warming or whatever. When the good Lord decides it's going to blow the wind, it's going to be too late. A uh, couple of things to mention, too, because we think about if these other capital projects on here don't get don't get funding from any other source, uh, then their potential – well, some of them are on splash. they got to get done. But um, like the 84 project, the fire station, the health department, um, if – they would need to appear either with some payback schedule on the next splash cycle, which takes away from obviously the money. There's some others that aren't on here that you've talked about that we don't even have a price on. That's the elections office would land. Uh, 
-hmm. and that is the jail expansion or jail renovation has got to happen. <laughs> so those are large dollar projects also. I just want you to be aware of what's facing you out there on the capital side. <laughs> I know. You know list keeps growing. Yes, sir. <laughs> it sure does. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, plus the road project Commissioner Walden mentioned. Well, and I think the jail project is, is, is an important thing, but we need to also look and see how many warehouses from another counties. Wow. And I know Lowell County's got money, they're going to build their own, so that's going to take, you know, 65 beds out from here, so we may not need to expand. But I think it's both. The, um, I know it wouldn't You know, I, how much was the land acquisition for the Nihuat, for the Elections. EMS office? Uh, nothing. Nothing. It was our property? No, sir, that development authority. Yeah, they gave it to us. That's what we're talking about all that. I thought you said the land acquisition was. That was for the, that's for the Elections. Uh, road department. Oh, road. Next door. Two million. No, oh. no, 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 no. Well, no, we didn't have enough land left after we moved all that material out. No, sir. Uh-uh. No, we had to get some from the. Uh, you, you, we, remember, Nucci. we contacted. Coastal, I'm sorry. Coastal EMC. Coastal. That, but that, that's a minor part of that building. That's, mm -hmm. yeah. The big part is going to be in that. That could be done before we, yeah. Well, there, there's, there's, yeah, that that building is only because it's made of steel and metal. It's going to be, and, and plumbing and electrical is going to be. Yeah, you could probably tear it down and maybe make a half a cent on the thing. So, so Joe, we need, man, you, you're giving us so much, and I appreciate it. <laughs> but, but. So, so, you know, so what's before you really is a Miller Park project. If, if, you, if you take that 1,016,164.10, you take out what's available in drainage, the delta in there that you're looking for for that project is, is 798,197. 798,197. Mr. Brown, let's go back, you know, because when we, the committee met, remember, we plugged in 400 for um, Jones Creek, and we could pull some from Jones Creek and go to Miller Park. That was on 3.9, wasn't it? 3.9. That was 400. 400. 400,000. 400,000. So you want to pull? Because that's in your district also, right? That's in your district, Jones? Yes. Okay. Right now, pull right it out. Now it is, but that yeah. is not with what it you It doesn't matter. No, you're still. Right. You're, you're going to pull that out and 200. put it toward a 798. That's right. right. need about 400. Three. Okay. I was just going to ask because I don't out? remember what you had obligated. A lot. Am I missing? A little bit. Well, I just I don't mean, understand. Beginning at what it was. Three. You've been talking about Miller Park for oh, ten I didn't years. Ten years. I, 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 I thought we've been talking about Miller Park. I thought it was 80s. Oh, it was <laughs> eighty. No. Eighty thousand. No. 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 It was. I don't, I don't remember. Well, so, so if we take Commissioner Walden's contribution uh, okay, yeah. off of this list over here. Uh -huh. um, it leaves right at a half a million dollars, four ninety-eight, one ninety-seven. So about five hundred thousand, because mm -hmm. Commissioner Walden giving you some. So I, I mean, that's up to you know. That's just my suggestion. That's up. To, I mean, I, I, I would, I would like to see you know some money left with with Jones Creek. Okay. You know, just oh, a little yeah, foundation. Gonna no, yeah. we're not going. Yeah. yeah. But that was but, my baby. Yeah. At least you got money for your baby. My, 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 my baby still. <laughs> yeah. That family entertainment center still, yeah. in, in people's mind. So we're trying to find some money to. Yeah. Miller Park. Miller Park. Miller Park. You said what? On the table. Oh. <laughs> what are we down to, Joey? Four ninety-eight, one ninety-seven, half a million dollars. All right. Commissioner Walden gave three hundred. All right. Uh, you gonna raise? 
<laughs> or just call. <laughs> call it. But I got to make sure I have some money left for him. Yep. Outside. Yes. All right. I th All right, Kim. I got. I'm ready. Uh, uh, my, my balance is what I'm seeing here, 1,025,000? Ooh! That's what you would have. Yeah, have at the end. What, what do I, what, where am I now? Six. You already had the last quarter. Uh, 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 almost seven. Commissioner Stevens. Spend money I don't have. Listen, Commissioner Stevens knows exactly how much yeah, you got. Yeah, we got 700,000. Right, right. right now, you have 686,000. Right now. What's that now? We're going to add you up here now. I'm about to say. I don't have anything. He don't have anything. He has sixty-six thousand gone. That, that can go right now. As at the end of November, <laughs> you have six hundred and eighty-six thousand eight hundred and eighty-seven today available. Today available, Commissioner Walden, you have six hundred and forty-six thousand three hundred and twenty-four available today. If we take three hundred, that'll that'll cover part. Right. Got you. Yeah, got you we're, down we're, for three. We're down. Marion's going to pay. He's going to see us three hundred, and the chairman's going to see us three hundred. Well, Marion don't, don't have that. He has sixty-six. I have sixty-six. Uh, right now, all Marion has right now is one hundred and fifty-eight thousand. Okay. Oh, I thought it was sixty-six thousand. That's at the end of twenty twenty-three. But after the these old projections go out to twenty twenty-three. Yeah. But, but what, one, what's happening there? Well, you like Rick Ross. Uh, made it fast. One sixty-six. I, I can go this, for this. This one. It the, captures yeah, the Elmig This one captures the Elmig requirements. So and some of the one fifty-eight will get gone. Yes, and that's why it's going to leave him at the end of twenty twenty-three with sixty-six thousand because he's got those Elmig requirements already. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead with it, Mr. Chairman. I mean, I, I think we need it. Yeah, and we I, do. I know that but, they're going to come back from the state and carry my district all the way down to Bill Carter Road. <laughs> but, <clears throat> um, all right, let's go to um, the, the opera contingency. So let me back up and make sure. So, so there's, before we can, so there's nothing else coming out of this sheet then? Don't, don't say that yet. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't want to, us to deplete our opera contingency. Oh, well, this, now, uh, no, no, this yeah. is the district. This is the right, district. Right, right, but that's 667? That's what you have right now. Six, 686. Mr. Chair. Yes, sir. Commissioner Frazier, you mm -hmm. was on the committee, and you made mention of the uh, clean water, which is 5.5, and sewage infrastructure. Right. Uh, for, for, uh, for the future growth? Right, yeah. Right, we, we, we put uh, money aside. We put 250 for infrastructure. in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Uh, we put, well, we got them combined together. 5.5 is combined together. Well, click now, so a portion of the clean water is what you've, your match for the grant you applied for at the state level. Okay. Yeah, so your clean water really doesn't need to be touched. Okay. But, but now the, the future wastewater. Yeah. That's why I asked Commissioner Frazier because that was his. That was his. <laughs> Again, just like Commissioner Walden says, my district is in, in the entire city of Hinesville. But like I've always said, I get elected from District 2, but I represent all Liberty County. We all, we all know that. But this, the, I wanted to put this to the side mm -hmm. for future growth. For future and, growth. and we know the future growth is going from the, on the east end and on the west end. 
And if we don't build infrastructure today, or at least put put some type of financial contribution to the side for that, then we're going to run into those problems that we're running into today. So I wanted to put that. So the next commission who are here after us won't have to be put behind a ball. Absolutely. So me personally, I wouldn't want to touch that. I mean, because really that 250 isn't. I mean, that's, that's Actually, just it's 150, really. Right. I mean, that, that's just going to help, help Trent out with, with paperwork. But for the most part, yeah. you know, I mean, honestly, I, I mean, I mean, that, that's, you know, we're, whenever you're talking about uh, infrastructure like that, you know, that's, that's a huge project. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, at, at least with that, we could at least have some type of study, study done and all so we could see how we need to uh, focus on the infrastructure. So, me personally, I think that's a part of infrastructure. But also, uh, Mr. Brown, Mr. Trent, uh, I think what we were talking about, the infrastructure bill, we might want to see if we could, if some of that, that money from the federal government would trickle down from federal to the state and possibly down to the, yeah, that's a lot of trickling down. I get it. But, but to look into it. And then also the, uh, the Build Back Better bill. I know it's having some hiccups right now. But uh, to see possibly if, if there's some funding for that from the federal level. So I, I agree with you, but I'm not ready to wait on it. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I think we need to cut right now. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why I made the opportunity to, to use some of the money. I mean, oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't think that uh, sitting around waiting, I've, I've, I've been up here long enough and sit around and waited to, and wait broke down the wagon. Okay, so yeah. I'm just going to go with it right. like that. Let's right, do it. And I understand the chairman. I think, yeah. you, know, you know, I don't want to deplete what we got, yeah. but if we can get something later on, yeah, that's fine. But let's yeah. do it. So hold up. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the money, right? Yeah. Let's try to get us back on course. So Miller Park, 500. That's what we're looking for. That's what we're looking for. All right. I was trying to spend my money wisely because I had those things to do, but I, I think I can comfortably uh, offer two hundred thousand from from my fund. Okay. What you doing, Eddie? Three. He did not call. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah, because I got the, some other. I made some other promises. I'm gonna try to see if I can talk to Mr. Gillard to help me. Can I help? Can we do this together? I was looking at the money that's, that's including that, that one. That I'm going to that's including the yeah, remaining balance <laughs> I got. That's what I'm saying. That's Everybody's not including the remaining balance. Well, I mean, hey, if they're being so gracious. I'm just listening to make sure that, 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 hey, I'll be down that, Gumbrick, that, that, that the commission of District 2 don't spend all his money because I'm going to inherit. Oh, trust trust me. I'm looking at, at, at what I have obligated, and I know half of that is going to District 5 so, already. So now we're at 300000 <laughs> You're still looking for $300,000. Right, we need $300,000, man. I feel like I'm... How much? You say this is through twenty three, Kim. What what do I have right right this minute? You're looking for two thirty one seven ninety nine. Commissioner Stevens wants to kick that 231. Two thirty one. That's a good. That's five. Five forty-six, nine forty-three. But again, I I don't have anything obligated for you for any more road projects. So okay. I don't know what else you had in mind over the next couple of years. I'm sorry. What was the other one you just got? So District One is going to kick in. 
66,000. Okay. Joey, a good, a question, good question. The T-SPLOS funds for the road work, for the diesel lanes, can we use that for the- You could. For the park? Okay. For the road work. That's yeah, completely left field road and uh, All right. Matter of fact, I'll help out with that then, with my T-SPLOS buddy. I got you. I, t I, t I told you I was going to come in. How much you? is that, Ken? How much? Um, uh, uh, ho, ho, how much you need first? <laughs> <laughs> Too late. How much you need? Uh, Trent, what for the road? Yeah, hold on, I, 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 let, let's let's for me? hold on just a second. Oh, so, the deselling. Think the weight in the wagon. I think that it broke down the wagon. If they want to kick over, Trent. If they want to kick over T splash stuff. There's two hundred and thirty-one thousand dollars worth of road work in there. Two hundred? How much? Safe to say, right? Oh man, I, 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 I take half of that. But it's no, we split half of it. There's yeah. at least one hundred fifty thousand we'll road work. I got you half. Got you half. We we'll split half of it, Mr. Chairman. Yeah. So, T splash. Yeah. Mr. Chairman. I want to make an announcement. I obligate half of that. And I'll take the other half from. I'm district two. Two hundred, two hundred. Splash and T splash. Right. Uh, on my T splash. Two hundred. Yeah. Let, let the ink dry. Yeah. No, he, no, he no. don't need that. No. They're each doing half of the two hundred and thirty oh. left. You said two hundred, two hundred. I'll tell you what that number is. Half. What? Whatever. Whatever half is. So it was four twenty-six. Right. Nine forty-eight divided by two. That's two hundred thirteen thousand four hundred seventy-four dollars. You don't. Let's each. I'm not gonna be that close. I know, I know. Let, we, we got it. Yeah. So we'll just split the remainder. We'll, we'll pull. We'll pull enough road work out to split two thirty-one seven ninety-nine tens. What we're going to do between those districts and two Okay. okay. There we go. Okay. Teamwork makes a dream work. Now. See what happened? Now. Now. We started this. Nobody wanted us to. Us, city of Hinesville commissioners to have any money. Speak it. Right. Mm -hmm. No, no. Guess what? I'm included in the city of Hinesville now. I'm in the city. It's all the same. Because teamwork makes a dream work. We've always helped out. All right, Mr. Does not include pavilion. Mr. Jones, you hold up. We just spent all that money and we still don't have a pavilion. That was out of the city now. Yeah. But you are going to have to rebid it. That's how I got there. Get a bid on it. You see, we we made we made this go to Opera for the pavilion. Make some adjustments in our Opera. Right. I need to come. Well, that's true. You you do have, yeah. and you still have the contingency of six hundred and seventy-seven thousand in the ARPA. That you do. Yeah. You do still have. Yeah. Right. We'll find it. So we'll support. The, the I, I, yeah, I think you'll find that. We'll find it. This is a hard piece to crack. Okay. Okay. It's the only thing I don't like, y'all. I really wish we could have done this in a much better, more formal way than. The way we did this. Well, it's hard. It's, it's, it's hard. It, it, it kind of reminded me of, of a church anniversary, though. Not pretty. I kind of like, like, felt that. You know what you're saying? Them, them yeah. pastors, you know, how, you know them yeah. pastor anniversaries? Pass That's what it kind of reminded me of. We had to pass. Go get the plate. I, I know. I know. There's one. Y'all, We won the game, but it wasn't pretty. It was, you know. Y'all know how them pastor anniversaries be. Very. Okay. Didn't have any idea. Whether we were at 200 or 50,000 or 140, I, I know where you all trying, were. Trying to get two in a room at a time. We didn't know where we were either. <laughs> so, we got it now, though, right? We got it now. Mr. Okay. Chairman, Mr. Brown, so we've, 
got Miller Park taken care of, and then we will waiting on the city to come back with Southside. Mm -hmm. It's out for bids, or mm -hmm, yes. they may have gotten them in by now. Mm -hmm. And then these others, I know the committee's working with the health department, so okay. Right. Okay. Right. right. You'll have to take those as they come. Mm -hmm. it, it is better to use as much of that T-splosh on this project as you can. could. Right. Because it's not as flexible of money. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, so we'll. That's why I did it like that, my friend. We'll back. We'll back. Thank, this, <laughs> thank the citizens for passing T-splosh. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. And, and commissioners, thank you for your corporate spirit and sharing with that. We appreciate that. Here's another question, I guess, before we leave that. So, so we, we need a motion to award the bid then to Taylor's Creek. And then following that, if we could get just the approval from the board to go ahead and re-advertise the pavilion in January. I wouldn't do it in December. We'll be ready. But in January, we'll go ahead and get that back before you, too. Okay. Taylor's Creek, and what, what amount, Joy, did it? Um, nine. 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 Nine, nine twenty three seven eight five fifty five. Plus plus a ten percent. How much? Ten percent? Right now. And I really I really hope that, that won't all get spent. That's a large contingency. Nine hundred and twenty three thousand seven eighty five plus a ten percent contingency. Right, Commissioner Gill. Right. Chair, that's the motion. Okay. I got two you, motions. I need a second. I'll take second. Did did you make the motion? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Second. Yeah. All right. Any other discussion? Everybody's with the plan. All, right. All in favor, let me know by show of hands. All right. Good job. Yeah. That's great. Man, that's a win for Miller that's Park. Miller Park. Man. 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 Ten years in a row. And I, I came out of that didn't spend a dime. <laughs> you going to help me out. It ain't over, baby. It's, it's, it's plenty of projects out there. <laughs> I'll be looking for your contribution. We got plenty of other projects. Joe, yeah, Joe, I, I got one question on this. Um, the outstanding, the, the Sam Harris gym, we got Splash 6. Is that, that's in? Yes. So that, that amount is, yes. it, it is going to be available okay. by 2023 on that. That's correct. Okay. I mean, we won't have to wait till 2023. We're going to go ahead and bid that project and we'll okay. borrow okay. some money good. from another. So that's, that's already allocated. For as you. long as it comes in at 1.4, we're good. Okay. Okay. Lower. okay. Good. All right. Stuff is just right Our mm -hmm. budget approval. I can't believe four hundred and seven thousand dollars for. Yes, Off sir. Yes, budget sir. approval. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is. This is the budget. Um, the the front page is just the summary mm -hmm. of the sections of the expense categories, but you have the pages behind it that detail. Um, things that were considered. Some of them are specific things that we pulled directly from the CIP budget, um, things that we knew we needed, whether it was, you know, the, the jail cell bars or the uh, water lines out at the jail or, um, you know, some of the uh, help for the nonprofit and the businesses, that sort of thing. <clears throat> Others are just monies put in a category that we didn't specifically know what would we, we would do yet, but we did want to put some money there. Like, for instance, I think there was money maybe in, um, what was it, early? Early childhood. Early learning, yeah. some more in academic services, um, just 100000 each. But that way we could just set it there and then determine at a later date specifically what you, what you want to do with it. Now, again, this is a, kind of a fluid budget. You can change it. You can move things around as you need. 
Um, the only thing that has changed from the first time that you saw this is that it has been updated for the exact amount of money that was spent to provide premium pay to your employees. Um, so what happened was it, it actually went down a little bit because the first time we estimated it, we had more employees. And then when we actually came time to distribute it, we had a little bit less. So that's why that number of uh, unobligated grew from like 630 to 670,000. But this is the same budget that you saw um, back in October, I think, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, that we looked at, that we reviewed. And now we're just asking that you finalize it, adopt it. And it doesn't mean that it can't be changed. It can certainly be changed at any time you need. Okay. I, make a motion, I make a motion, Mr. Chairman, that we approve the uh, ARPA fund six-year budget, $11.9 million. Second. Motion and second that we approve the opera fund six-year budget, $11.9 million, realizing that it is fluid and can and will be tweaked. Oh, um, especially if the gym comes in at more than 1.4. You might decide, oh, wait a minute, we're, yeah. we're going to spend some uh, of the ARPA funds right. on the gym. Okay. You might obligate. Just for the point of discussion, we're, we're working our way on the helping out the nonprofits with the application process yes, and all that. Yes, yes, we are. As, as a matter of fact, we've already met with Mr. Arce, got a tentative contract to bring to you in January, so we can yeah. get that laid out. i got questions for you all on a couple of things there. We'll have it for you in January. Okay. If we can get those questions before us ahead of time, maybe we can kind of peruse those and come with some okay. answers rather than doing all that on the floor. Mr. Chairman, also on that note, uh, you know, it's kind of like you mentioned tonight, this was a kind of a haphazard way of doing business. Uh, I don't know of anything that I've seen since I've been up here where we mm -hmm. argued over the money, but on this particular project here, this ARPA money, we need to what? Decide a group that won't be a quorum to look at these things wherever those three or those two can you know, communicate with other commissioners to say, this is what we're looking at. Need you feeling up front. On, on, on which portion of the article? On any of it that's out there. I well, mean, you, if you get something that's 1.5, it may be a group say, well, that's not enough, but there may be somebody else says, this, this is how important it is right here. So, you know, I, I know you'll be making the decision. You'll be deciding where it's at on the A list and B list. Kim will be telling us where the funding's at, but you know, we'll wind back up here again, um, and it may not necessarily be the same group all the time, but I think we need to have, you know, three people and decide that these are 20 projects we want to look at, and then we may be able to not have this type of, a, um, you know, auction sales like buying cows, you know, so people outbid you the whole time. Mm -hmm. I know it's for the best interest of the community, but the, uh, you know, the direction and being able to deliver the information to everybody didn't necessarily get out there because, to be real honest with you, until the very end, I still thought we was building the pavilion, but we ain't. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's something to, if there's anything that need to be vetted. So what we're what we need to try to do especially with the agencies and the nonprofits is for the board to establish and we're going to bring that to y'all the criteria 
that agencies have to meet. Okay. That I don't think, you know, what I would hope is there's not, and I'm not dis disappointing the need for a committee to look at other projects, but on that, that needs to be real clear cut. There doesn't need to be a committee to vet what agency gets this and what agency gets that. I don't think that's what, what yeah. Commissioner yeah. Walden's suggesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, on the other projects that you may go forward with, whether it's mm -hmm. clean water or wastewater or whatever but walking that, trails or, or walking trails but that agency participation mm -hmm. you just need to have an application right. just right. straight down the line mm -hmm. in fact what, what we're looking for for the united way to do it they did for chatham and savannah is to say based on this criteria that was established this one qualifies this one qualifies this one qualifies this one didn't submit the reports they don't mm -hmm. qualify yet mm -hmm. a third party is good to do that so but yes, I don't disagree on the other. I mean, we got a lot of projects going in there. So I will. Whether it's now or later, yes, you know, whatever y'all do there. Commissioner uh, Walden, as as uh, projects or ideas arise, yes, sir, we'll do that, and and try to help smooth the process out. Well, I, I see where you're I, headed. I think it's it's uh, you know whoever, but I think in the end you need to be the one that would. You know, I don't want to be well yeah. and all of that much, but yeah. you know, there's there's a part of this pandemic and part of the ARPA money that was being put out here in the community, but you know, what this also did uh, mentally, physically, what it did to some of the people in the community, some of the employees that's right here working. Mm -hmm. I mean, they lost work, they lost loved ones, and you know, what do we have in place? Well, we, you know, we just need to be prepared to have mm -hmm. those type of, of things in the community to help, and uh, I don't know if it's on there or not. If we've got a dollar amount that we can say, you know, this is helping somebody mm -hmm. out, but if it's a bad idea, then we got it. I think. We got it. I mean, there, there is a section for mental health. You haven't obligated any yet, but certainly mm -hmm. that's something that you can think about. That's one of the good things about opera. It does. I mean, it's, it's limiting in a way, but in another way, there are several areas that it, it touches. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Did we vote yet? We did not. No, vote. we did not vote. <laughs> we need to vote. We got to know. Let's go carry it. All in favor. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Kim. Do you want to uh, sound like they eating potato chips? <laughs> do, we, do we just say that the district one, <laughs> one two. Didn't want any, so we just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and take all <laughs> Yeah, Arts Council Roof Repair. Before we leave the ARP, there was one other thing, so, and, and I, you know, obviously it was in part of that budget that I think if you were going to do it, now's the time to do it, if you're going to do it, and that was that vaccination bonus that you talked about. Uh, it is time for the boosters. Uh, what would be put into place would be two shots plus a booster, mm -hmm. roof provided to HR, and then the list provided. Mm -hmm. um, the amount that Kim has put in here per person to, that might be eligible and not that all this money would be spent was $200 per person. Yeah, that ranges anywhere from 100 to 500 uh, in, in communities. Um, and, and I know Commissioner Frazier expressed some concern there, so I'm, you know, I'm not trying to circumvent that. I make a motion that, we approve that, that, that Mr. Was Chairman. Yeah. I make a motion we approve. Yeah. Go ahead with it. Yeah. yeah. The booster shots are out there. Yeah. Second. No second. All, right, all in favor? I have a question about that. Joey, is that um, that's for the, the, um, the, the county employees? It would be. Mm -hmm. Is it for the ones that's got all the vaccinations and the booster? Or it, just would, the ones it would that have to be for the ones that have, have met. The, I would propose it to be for the ones that are up to date on everything, which would be the two shots plus the booster. And then the ones that hadn't 
as they get it, they, they, they would they become they be eligible. eligible. Yes, okay, you you have to have it to get it. Yes, you'd have to bring your actual vaccination card from yeah. Department of Public Health. Either we'd um, make a Johnson Johnson, which is one plus the booster, Correct. or Moderna or Pfizer with two plus the booster, and right. you, you you show proof of that, then you're eligible for the. That's okay, right. that's right. And they'll they'll trickle in because of the differences mm -hmm. in the stages and have mm -hmm. time that lapses. But okay, we just need to vote. Did we vote on? We did. We did. We did. Yeah. Mary, all your money gone while y'all was back. No, <laughs> we, we voted. We voted to take every dime. From it wasn't any left. We we, 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 we <laughs> asked unanimously. Hey, it wasn't any left. I and and voted and passed five zero. <laughs> <laughs> Arts Councilor Roof Repair. Yes, this was an emergency request that we did for uh, Roof Repair. Leopold actually contacted me because the roof over that section, that building over there is deteriorating pretty bad. Uh, this does not include some carpentry work that's got to be done, but I think we can do that in-house. But this is uh, from SRS Roofing Systems. Uh, for 59855 this would have to come out of general fund contingency there's not really another another place to get it but it's kind of one of those things that i mean i don't see how we cannot do it which building is it just the the arts council what Process. where the arts the old georgia hotel building this would be complete roof replacement uh new roof to be put down over there what are you getting uh rent on that mm -mm. we're not none because yes. you deferred in the lease you deferred uh, rent based on the improvements they put in it. So you're just talking about that part of the building, not the old Collins Pharmacy? Uh, that's correct. Correct. Well, that is, you know, that is the old Collins Pharmacy. Well, I mean, the other end of that, that building, you know, there was at one time, it was just, it was the left-hand side that we used. Yeah. The public defender was in it. So you're talking about the entire building. This would be, this would be the piece of where the Arts Council is and where the Historical Society is. That's all we own of that, yeah, you know, Mr. Arnold yeah. and the other. They were having major problems with. Okay. Deacon. Chair to take a motion. Yeah. yeah so, I, I'll make a motion that we uh, move forward with it. Second. Motion and second that we approve the bid for the Hinesway Area Council roof repairs in the amount of $59,855. Any further discussion? Yes, sir. Right, move on. Before the next round. <laughs> all, in, all in favor, let me know my show of hands, please. All right. Thank you. We're on the roll, Mr. Chairman. Annexation. Uh, this is uh, something that came from ACCG. I think I included the email from Todd Edwards, actually. They're asking each county to consider adopting a resolution to support some reform to the annexation dispute law, specifically it as it relates to um, what that dispute resolution mechanism is. And, and I, I wouldn't dare try to read. Uh, everything that's in that ACCG memo, uh, but it pretty well outlines it to try to support that. Uh, in, in short, they did establish a committee to look at it, and I believe they are trying to get that to legislation to encourage that, simply a support for that legislation to be considered. Mr. Mr. Brown, Mr. Chair. Yes, sir. Uh, Is this the one that we're talking about, like, say, if a city wants to annex uh, a rural area into their city? It is, yes, sir. And, and right now, you know, it's very limited. I don't, I don't know that this is going to broaden the ability for counties to stop annexation, but it certainly provides a better mechanism of, of dispute resolution if you have to come to the table to try to dispute the area they want to take. Right now, it's pretty limited in law. 
in, in how you can try to dispute or argue during during that mediation, and they want to see that mediation process changed as well. So right now, just for clarification, so for city, Midway, Riceboro, Walthamville, whatever wants to annex a road in the rural area, what's the process now? Process is um, either the landowners, or there are three mechanisms, legislative, legislative introduction um, by local legislation, um, basically petition the landowners to come in um, or ballot to come in. And then basically notify the county that it's going to take place. And That's it. if you know, there, there are certain things that are looked at, um, zoning of the city that it's proposed to be versus what it is now, whether there's any significant change in that zoning <coughs> mechanism, if there is any kind of service building in that area to be annexed in, let's say we had a sheriff substation that was on that road, the city would have to agree to pick up that substation and maintain that substation. Uh, if not, those things turn into the mediation process about how that's happening. All right, let me throw this one at you. Let's say that like, the county has a water, we have a public, public water system. Mm -hmm. And if our, the county water overlay goes down that rural road, what's the, how does it proceed? How is it? So, so, the, so the county water, basically the county's notified of any annexation for any services it might have inside those areas, be it a substation, be it a water line delivery area, has to notify the city of those. The city would have to agree to pick that up and maintain it at that level. Um, one more thought process I had. The other thing that would have to happen in there that is does have a dispute resolution process in it, and you're referring to it, is the Service Delivery Strategies Act. Mm -hmm. In that, that is our zoned area for water delivery. So that would all come as part of that notification. If we wanted to try to fight that annexation, or let's say fight a city from taking over our water line or doing something in our service delivery area, then we would actually go through the service delivery strategies um, uh, mediation process to fight that. Generally, I would tell you, if a city is going to maintain continuity of that system, which they really couldn't do by taking a piece of our line unless we were tied together, then they wouldn't be able to, you know, that, that may be a, a place in that mediation where they wouldn't be able to get that sector. They would have to guarantee the way continue that. So there's actually two things that come together there, the annexation dispute resolution and the service delivery strategy, SDS law. Okay. All right. All right. Mr. Brown, just a quick question. Uh, what, what's, what's the, the feeling from GMA on that? I, I don't know. I hadn't got a feeling from GMA. This strictly came from ACC. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Our side. Yeah. I want to know what their side. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. The group, I was actually on the task force that met about two years ago, and because of uh, the COVID, they didn't never, there was a number of issues that never got resolved. But ACCG officials and GMA officials agreed that this was one of the things that needed. Okay. There you go. Chairman, take a motion. So moved, Mr. Chairman. Second. All in favor? Thank you. I can see where that would be a little bit of an issue. Let's just say on Elam Road that if the city of Hinesville wanted to annex into across Elam Road to pick up property, I mean, it's, it, it would be in a different county, but I just wondered with that, is that just for the county that we're in, or how is that, do you know, Joey? Sorry. I don't think 
Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, good. Let's just say that the city of Hinesville wants to annex on Elam Road. Right. Because Elam Road can't provide water and sewer, and they can come through the airport road. Then is this is this what you're talking about, or is this just inside of a county and the municipalities inside that county? So like Atlanta, you got Fulton, the Cab, and what else? Let me come back to you. Fulton, the Cab, Cobb, Grinnett. No, Grinnett. Grinnett, not here. Uh. -uh. That's what I mean, I'm just so, so unless you can go back to any discussion you had for a city in one county trying to annex land in another county, I'm not sure. I, 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 I used to live in Atlanta in DeKalb County. Hey, hey man, hey, hey sometimes it doesn't matter. You, you gotta be able to flap your wings, baby. But I'm just thinking yeah. I, I don't know what that would look like. Right. I paid two different taxes. Come 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 back, come back, come right. back. Yeah, so it, 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 Joe says that it basically would be the same procedure. Instead of approaching Liberty County, they would approach Long County. I see. I see. The city would. The city would. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. I see. So that makes sense. Well, I just, I just it want makes to sense. Yeah. I know yeah. because, I mean, there's, we know that along that route, there's a lot. Well, I mean, right now, there's unbelievable. Yeah. Right? So yeah. They be, yeah. Um, I hear you. And do See where you headed. Really and do what with it. No. That, that's that's one thing. You got Miss Davis on the line. Are you getting him on the line? Where are we at, Mr. Chairman? Put your whole Hotel motel tax. He's getting Kelly on the line. Is, uh, the criteria is too weak. Kelly, you there? For the creation of. I'm here. All right, Miss Davis. Hotel motel tax. Good evening. Hotel motel. I think most most of you know uh, the chamber and other. Uh, Tourism stakeholders are encouraging the county to increase its current hotel motel tax from 5% to 8%, like many other jurisdictions. And Joey just wanted me to brief you on the procedure for doing that. Um, if you're interested in doing it, uh, a resolution would be required to adopt the 8%, uh, and then that would be forwarded after uh, publication of uh, intention to introduce local legislation to mm. our local delegation, Mr. Williams. And then he would introduce uh, local legislation to increase the tax from 5% to 8%. And, of course, in addition to you know, the 3% the, uh, increase in revenues, you're allowed more flexibility with that additional 3%. Half of the 3% is required to be spent on the promotion of tourism, as you're required to do now. But the other half of that 3% can be used on capital projects to include operating expenses. So I know there's been talk in the past about uh, providing assistance to sites on the historic trail. And so with these additional funds, at least half of that additional 3%, you could dedicate that to uh, you know, support of these physical attractions, the sites, as well as their operating expenses. Uh, but that's in a nutshell. It's a very simple procedure. It's the adoption of a resolution and then passage of local legislation by the state legislature. One more caveat there, if I can, Kelly, is that I, what's been discussed, too, that was discussed at the countywide planning sessions was uh, some type of community center, uh, civic yeah. center that possibly had uh, a um, youth complex there with it and some of the stuff on the same land. So uh, that, that is one of the things that's been discussed, too, moving forward is a, is a civic center, community center yeah. type uh, entertainment yeah, complex. But that's right. Yeah, the, the half of the three percent is not. You're not required to use it for the support of the 
the historic sites on the on the trail. But it, it can be used for any tourism development project, which is a defined term under the statute. And again, that can be anything, uh, you know, any physical attraction, one like Joey mentioned, or or anything else that might uh, might appeal to the court. And this city of Flemington has already passed theirs. Uh, when will Hinesville? Kelly, I'm not sure if you've if if you've heard when Hinesville. My understanding was they were going to go ahead and move forward with it. Also, we were both encouraged to try to do it and get it before the legislature. Yeah, no. right. I think so, and I think Flemington has voted on it, but they, they have, haven't yet adopted it. A, a formal resolution. Yeah. So I think my understanding is they'll probably do that in their January meeting, probably the same time Board of Commissioners. That's, that's my understanding of any of that. Of course, the legislative session begins on the 10th, so you know, if we adopted it at your first meeting, we, we would still have plenty of time to introduce local legislation. All right. Any questions for Kelly? You understand where we're headed, guys? We're just following, in this case, following Flemington's lead. The small city leads the way, uh, I guess so, because they have hotels. Yeah. <laughs> small, big city. Mr. Chairman, you yeah. I can see where this Increasing taxes, a lot mm -hmm. of people will want to know why are you doing that. Mm -hmm. I just hope people understand this is just for one item, mm -hmm. and it would be for hotel, motel, yeah, and right, not not something not, else, not I mean, grocery stores. Tea out there, mm -hmm. you, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Only but, for I mean, I, I supported the city of Flemington. <clears throat> oh yeah, they haven't done it. Yeah, yeah. done. All right. So Kelly, you bring the resolution to us in January. Yes, sir. All right, sir. And I'll, I'll, I'll uh, circulate a draft resolution and just uh, a memo explaining it uh, briefly uh, prior to your January meeting. Okay. Thank you, sir. And I've got a big area we could put that civic center. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mr. Brown, announcement before we go into executive session? Uh, no, sir. No other announcements. Just for executive session, consultation. Here, intend a motion to go out of regular session and executive session. No move, All in favor? Raise your hands.
Chair intended motion to come out of executive session. Back so moved, Mr. Chairman. Second. All in favor? With nothing to report, Chair intended motion to adjourn. Merry Hello. Christmas, everybody. Okay. All in favor. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Right. See y'all.